You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hey everybody, Boss Man here. Just one quick ad we want to plug here is that we will be participating in the 2022 Polar Plunge that supports the Special Olympics Minnesota. Uh, we're going to be jumping into a freezing body of water this Friday, March 4th at the corporate hour in Minneapolis. So there's like a, a happy hour of 3.30. We jump at 4.30. Uh, if, if you can be there, come hang out with us. Have a couple cocktails. This is the one you can drink at. Specifically, that's why the Polar Plunge team told us to do this one. Uh, they were like, hey, there's cocktails at these ones. It's like, you guys know us too well. Got to get a little liquored up before you just jump into the water and march. No, this is going to be a lot better than not saying that when we did it in White Bear Lake last year wasn't wasn't nice. It was great, great experience. But now that there's actually liquor there to help us kind of help our way through this yeah, uh, so process. Our goal is to raise $1,000 for Special Olympics Minnesota because we believe that everyone get, should have the opportunity to participate in athletics. All you have to do is go to the Polar Plunge MN website, and when it says search team, participant, or team name, just search 10K takes. That's 10KTAKES. You'll see uh, 10,000 takes. The Minneapolis Corporate Hour one, you click on that one, then you just you plug in the money. You see the little uh, thermometer that uh, fills up, and when we hit 1,000 dollars the it all goes to a different color maybe i'm not sure what happens maybe i don't know maybe like confetti jumps out at the screen i guess you got to be the guy who do an iphone donates not, not the, true the latest one um or maybe nothing happens i don't know but if, if you can't support us in person you know please su help support us all the money goes to polar plunge minnesota uh like i said we'll be at the minneapolis corporate hour at 3 30 p.m on friday we hope to see you there on this episode of it's a bit vikings play-by-play -play announcer paul allen joins us in the studio in the flesh i think probably one of the most funny and outrageous and educational guests we've ever had on seriously hell of an interview with pa like this is one of our favorite episodes so you guys are gonna have to give that a listen we'll give our bits of the week and end the show with a little finish the sentence all that and more on its bit this is the It's Bits podcast, presented by 10,000 Takes. Burgeoning empire called 10,000 Takes. This is the It's a Bit podcast featuring boss man, wags, and journalist Jake. Journalist Jake's a bitch, motherfucker. Hey, you know those guys that do 10,000 Takes? They do some funny bits, right? They're good. They're funny dudes. Yeah. 10,000 Takes. You're hanging with the number one podcast in the Twin Cities. It's a bit with 10,000 Takes. Last name ever, first name greatest, like a spring. All right, everyone, welcome back to It's a Bit, presented by 10,000 Takes. Boss Man here, joined by journalist Jake, producer Cam, who has a new nickname that we'll get into later with the, <laughs> yes. the PA. PA gave Cam a new nickname. It'll be revealed um, in the in the PA interview, but it's 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 a good new nickname, and we encourage you to support it yeah. and, and support us and 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 with this nickname it's a life-changing moment this is, a big is day it for me is Dude, it okay. so it was so funny because like gage was talking about how for the has-been shows our college podcast there was like a story he, he didn't want to share that happened uh the weekend before when we all went out i'm not going to tell what the story is out of respect for him but it, cam had a similar story and he was like oh you guys i was like dude cam just 
like we just came out and say it. like whenever we do dumb shit like we just come out and do we just say it like cam's just like oh yeah last week cam's like oh yeah mine was the spending nine hundred dollars at the strip club bit like we just have no fear at this point two years in if we do something really stupid like if we can't get anything back for it we'll at least get like content back what right? did he say when you told him that i did that who gage Oh, I mean, he laughed his ass off. He thought it was <laughs> yeah. hilarious. But I mean, you, you, you like, you know, the we said the whole persona. You had the mullet. You had the, uh, the fucking uh, flannel the shirt flannel on. And you watched, up, you watched everything. NASCAR the next week. You had the some clone on, and you, you, you know, you, uh, you just looked like a guy, a mullet man. You know, you can't just not go to the strip club and spend a lot of money. It just wouldn't, wouldn't fit. You could, you, if you didn't do that that night, Cam, you sh- might as well have just woken up the next and day and shaved, shaved it your off. head, right? Yeah, I'm, that's I, the mullet. And now that I'm past the stage, or like the money hurts, like the, the money's gone, I'll never see it again. Like, but you have I don't a mullet. It. Well, there's no bringing it back, so you right. might as well rock it, yeah. right? It yeah, right. Time. You told me it was your tax return. Well, then fuck it. It was your tax return. There you go. It Great all, it, it all comes return. full circle. But yes. speaking of bit of the week, this is kind of our signature funny joke or moment. Uh, let's start with you, Cam. What's your bit this week? My bit is the cannot win a bet bit. And this is probably the worst bet I've ever had. I'm yeah. pretty sure some of us have had this before, but I don't think I've won one bet since January. And you've been actively betting? Act- probably that was me. Probably, uh, yeah. November 2019 to January of 2020, I didn't win a single yeah. bet. Until Lit- the XFL. Yeah. Literally every day. January too, on fire. And then February comes around. I've been I've been betting college basketball the whole time because that's really the... I mean, unless NBA or NHL, but I don't really mess with that. But I'll get to like... I'll do parlays sometimes, but even like the straight bets, I can't hit. But on parlays, I'll I'll have like three three games go my way. Comes down to the last game. Like I had one the other day. It was a four leg parlay, twenty dollars to win like four hundred dollars, something stupid. I get to the end. Virginia Tech needs to win by six against Georgia Tech. Up by fifteen with two minutes left. One by four. Yeah, it was the worst thing. But that uh, but that's parlays. Like if I yeah. can count on the number of you know, times I've missed a parlay by one leg, yeah. I'd be a rich man. The The funniest story, though, about parlays was actually in Vegas when we were all together with uh, Dean Blandino and his buddies last year in March. I remember I had a five-leg parlay that I had placed either while intoxicated or before getting intoxicated because I didn't quite remember it at the time. <laughs> Turns out the last leg of it, all four had hit. They were money line parlays, a couple underdogs in there. Uh, the one that needed to hit was Purdue beating North Texas, and I didn't remember at the time. I, we were just getting drunk with Dean in the uh, in the Circa Hotel ballroom, mm-hmm. and I remember cheering very loudly against Purdue because I'm like, all right, North Texas is the underdog. I've never even heard of that school. Uh, fuck Purdue. They're in the Big Ten. Like, you know, they're not the Gophers, blah, blah. Like, you just your typical, like, shallow sports fan take on March Madness. And I cheer North Texas into beating Purdue in overtime. Just psyched. (laughs) I get home that night, do the classic, like, all right, let's take inventory of the pockets, uncrumple all the tickets. Turns out there's a five-leg parlay in there, and the last one that needed to hit was Purdue on the money line. I think it was 20 to win, like, 500 because there was a few underdogs Mm -hmm. sprinkled in there. So the irony in that is I literally was cheering against the team I needed to hit the last leg of the parlay. So that's why, like, dude, that's like my worst parlay story. Like, I was aggressively cheering against a team that could have won me five hundred bucks. That's depressing. So. Yeah, no, that's how it is. I remember going to Vegas and just not—you get drunk and then you you start filling out parlays, and you have you have you lose track. You just fill out, you fill them out, you pull that ticket out, and let's do another one. You basically you, do it until there's no more paper in your wallet. Yeah, and then you're just you're just hoping one of them hits until you realize like one of them is like 
almost exactly the same as the other parlay you just put in. And it's like, this makes no sense for me to just put in this parlay. <laughs> you basically just double down on it. Yeah. Instead of yeah. putting more money in, you just accidentally chose the same three games. Yes. That shit happens. Or you but do like it's fun. Five parlays, all the same games. And you just change one result. You still mm-hmm. don't hit one. Yeah. You're like, you're like I'm hedging my bets. So and yeah. then the yeah. team, then the team that was the most favored is the only leg that doesn't hit. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, exactly. Fuck, fucking Virginia, or Illinois last year. Dude, I'm Illinois. pretty sure. I'm pretty sure like last year, like I feel like every time I haven't done a lot of parlays in my lifetime, but I feel like every time I've done a parlay, it's I've been it was always like one game away. Yeah. And last year it was literally I think everything was going well. I picked a couple underdogs where I'm like, oh, I'm analyzing this. I'm I'm figuring this shit out. Like I hit two of them and the third one was like a clear favorite it was and i think it was like illinois or something and they they just shit the bed yeah it's like it's oh a t- it's a it's a tough it's a tough world out there you know it's march madness baby and gambling's coming back march madness we got um but you can't lose if you use better edge because no mm-hmm. one's taking your money exactly promo code 10k at sign up no fees uh money line spreads parlays current market prices you get to choose your own odds so if you believe that some odds are off you can hedge that take mm-hmm. the other side Check it out. Look at that. Ad read. PA. Ad read. PA. Boom. Nice plug. Boom. Advertising. All right, Jake, what do you got for your bit? Um, so I think I might have did this one last year, but I think it's 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 honorary as we are hitting uh, one of our biggest times of the year. It is the Minnesota State High School Hockey Tournament, probably the biggest, one of the biggest tournaments in the world in general, just for the uh, the camaraderie, the novelty of it, the uh, the rarity, the uniqueness. You have a bunch of high school kids that are don't really even know the concept of paying bills yet, yet they are the you know, they are the center of attention in this state and just kind of to the kind of to the country because it's so crazy. But the Minnesota State High School Boys Hockey Tournament um is insane. It's electric and it's not for the play of the hockey. It's for the 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 intros when they show all the teams and all the players in the quarterfinal games and they skate up to that blue line showing off their their hair. It's the hockey hair bit. And people just die over the styles that these these guys have like literally maybe some of them have been developing and grooming the entire season in hopes they just Even make it to the tournament. Possibly the summer. Yeah, possibly this, since the summer, and there's no guarantee you're making the tournament because only eight teams make it. Well, 16 when you include the single A and double A. But some of the hair that these these guys have <laughs> just is insane. At Cam, looking at Cam, and then we have Mullet Man over <laughs> he's here. Just, he's just living it as an adult. He, he, oh, he yeah. has the the he has the <laughs> hockey hair, but you're gonna yeah. see a bunch of cams with the mullets, right? And that shit, even crazier shit. Like I remember there was a guy that I swear, like he tried to go like the bald man or dad bit, like shaved his like the top part of his hair like halfway back, and it was really strange. But... Last year, I think from Eden Prairie, featured the Afro kid. Oh, that was two years ago. I think I know okay. you're talking about the he ginger goes, kid. What's up? Yeah, so that was that was two years ago. Big red afro. Yes, the red afro kid, the sup guy. Yeah, and I think, dude, that I swear I saw like a a video of like it was like the all decade hockey hair team or something, and they they interviewed that kid again like two years later. Like he's obviously out of school. Yeah, but the the insanity that these kids go through in in the, in the hockey, the hair they, the lettuce that they have. Is insane. Like yeah. I don't even know how they come up with these ideas. It's, it gets crazier and crazier every year because mm-hmm. it's become a trend. Because there's a guy that does it in the cities. He like reviews the all hockey hair team. He calls it. Yep. So it's it's that time of it's that time of year to to appreciate some uh, luscious locks on uh, some of these some of these guys' heads. Yeah. It's well, a great bit. and and speaking of hockey. For thank you for all those who supported Jake and applying to be the PA announcer for the yes. Bar Down Beauties or the uh, the the 
The Beauty League. The Beauty League. I was yes. thinking of our podcast yes. friends, the Bar Down oh, Beauty. Look at that free plug yes. there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but thank you for everyone who supported that because Jake is now in talks with them. I just had to give an update for the fans. The discussions and the talks uh, down to final candidates, but nothing official yet. But hopefully I'll be at uh, Braemar Arena near you yep. at some point. Which is the only one in the city. Yep, so exactly. that's probably a pretty easy mm-hmm. thing to understand. Yes. Uh, okay, so my bit is simulated golf. I've been playing such good golf on the simulator just because my swing is in a good spot, but I also know the ins and outs of the computer. I know what it likes, what it doesn't like, where to hit the screen, blah, blah, blah. And I'm actually terrified that it's going to be disappointing in person when I play golf again because it's going to be way harder. Uh, Joshy and I have been playing Josie. in the, the 10K – not the ten. We're the 10K team in the uh, optimal performance golf in Maple Grove Tuesday night men's league, uh, and we started in 13th place, and then we moved down to 12th place, moved down to ninth, and we won last week, and now we're entering the playoffs. Playoffs. This is simulated golf. This is the mecca of simulated golf. Mm-hmm. Is this time of year uh, really the epitome of our season? Like I said, though, I am terrified that all these low rounds I've been shooting in the 70s on 18 holes and the 30s on nine holes is going to result in overconfidence. And then when we play in Vegas for the first time of the year and I see the ball fly, I'm going to be disappointed. So I'm picking this out as a bit now so that when I'm upset later, I can call. I can say that I called it. We, but I'm going to take a shot at you. It can't be like nope. a a repeat of the senior year section finals, right? Oh, when I shot 103, yeah. yeah, that was pretty embarrassing. That sucked. I shot 70. I shot 74 to get in, to qualify for that tournament, and I go out to the same exact course the next day and shoot 103. That's fucking golf, man. It's consistent. It's it's inconsistency. It's shit or miss. I I had no consistency. Would it help if me and Jake came and cheered you guys on in the playoffs? Yeah, like that that might help. It. it might be playoffs. a little weird considering no one else does that. But oh, I, I'm also not opposed to it. That'd be a good bit. It'd be like you know, Happy Gilmore on you got, steroids. You guys should be like the uh, drag cheerleaders in the longest yard. Yeah, no, we can do it. We can figure something out. Like golf cheerleaders. Like it's very un- untraditional, but we're about innovation. You guys, you, you guys could just clap. You just do the golf clap. Because it's all about respect. Or well, yeah, but or we just go full like in the Happy Gilmore movie when people are upset that he was bringing like a, a rowdy crowd. We're gonna be a rowdy crowd. Maybe like cheerleaders, like they are in the longest yard, but be rowdy and bring something different to to simulated golf. Yeah. We can change the game for the better. Well, that was the bit with Josie was he was getting really pissed, and uh, he wanted to throw his club into the screen, and I asked the person working, does it simulate his club flying if he throws it mm-hmm. into the screen? So, you know, the crowd, crowds, maybe it's if it's a metaverse one day, we could actually put you guys in the fucking in the simulation, and you guys can, like, cheer from the crowd and maybe you get hit and maybe you f- there's like a pressure sensor that actually you feel it. I don't know, man. There's some possibilities here with the metaverse. Or we fully engrope ourselves into the metaverse and that's where we play simulated golf. Hmm. We have all the senses and everything. Yeah. Like, you know, like we probably have pressure plates or, you know, we can, you know, we can break the, the clubs over our knees and everything like that. You know, it's all realistic. But then Facebook will just still charge you for new clubs. They're like, well, if you want a yes. $300 Callaway driver in the metaverse. No, it'll be a Zuckerberg. It's, it's going to be a Zuckerberg Pro. Yeah. He's going to charge 600 for it. Yeah. People will buy it. Zuckerberg Irons. I'm introducing the new metaverse, now. Zuckerberg Irons. Sounds for awful. you and your family. They've been. I'm they, a lizard. Instead of backed by aluminum, they're backed <laughs> by code. Like, yeah. oh, cool. So I could have a bug with we my gonna, five iron and would, fucking shank dude, it right. He would actually have a dumbass intro video. That's creepy. And he'd be like, we're getting rid of aluminum. He's and the, going forward to all code. He's the type of guy in the metaverse. If he's going to build golf clubs, that he's going to like give them some weird name, and he's going to be wearing one of those like Nike Fit, and it'll look terrible. Dry hats, like sweat dry, and they're just these. 
pussy little tiny hats. <laughs> he's gonna be wearing that. He's gonna be have. He's gonna have eight layers of sunscreen on. He's gonna be like, I'm a golfer. I love to golf. And he's just gonna know nothing about it. He's gonna be like, I. <laughs> It's like Mark, I'm, you you've never stepped outside. There's no way you you know what a golf course looks like. You've never been to one. Maybe with stupid, all the money he has. Stupid. But. Yeah, exactly. I was gonna say like he'll there'll be like an intro video introducing it, acting like he does go out and golf, but he'll look outside. Oh, it's raining out. He probably belongs oh, to. Don't a, worry, I can still golf with my friends he, in the metaverse. He probably oh belongs to a country club specifically just to use the pool. He brings yeah. his shitty folding chairs to the pool, puts on eight layers of sunscreen, and just kind of like says he's getting his tan. And then if like they ask if he wants to like play golf, he's like, ah, no, like I, I got to go home and wire in. I'll, I'll do that in the metaverse. Yeah, I, I actually programmed this country club into the metaverse. It's like, okay, well, it's a great concept. I'm gonna kick your ass, sir. Like, get the fuck out of here. I can't do that. I can't defend myself with a computer. So you're on your own. Yeah. But uh, all right, that was a bit of the week. Let's move into our interview with Vikings play-by-play announcer on KFAN and host a nine to noon show, Paul Allen. This little wild slap shot coach Robert Boner reporting. ODR. When it's cold out like this and you go outdoor skating, this is the guide to surviving it. Just fucking leave. This shit's freezing. Go put on a film. Go have a cocktail. Go watch some sports. We're done here. All right, everyone, we want to welcome you back to It's a Bit. Very special guest with us in studio in the 10K house. We got Paul Allen, play-by-play announcer for the Minnesota Vikings on KFAN, host of the 9 to Noon show, PA. It's an honor to have you here, man. I know we've been talking about doing this for months. My man but, uh, over there with the mullet off uh, off camera, Dwayne Shinsis. Yeah. Forget him. By the way, look, look, up, look up Dwayne Shinsis. It's spelled yeah. D-W-A-Y-N-E yeah. space S-C-H. Start there. This guy kind of looks like Kirk Cousins with yes. a mullet a little bit. He, he has that vibe. Well, the, he, whole, the whole Kirk Dirt bit is He's more alive. of like a caveman type because this guy is like mm-hmm. the definition of alpha masculinity, yeah. but... Like That's Drago what I'm here vibes. To, to, uh, to help you guys appreciate the old school, specifically with the mullets. Yeah. Yeah. We need to bring back you know? mullets <clears throat> into college basketball. Yeah. Well, Matthew the... Meyer, Baylor University. Well, who, mullet. He talks. Who, who, yes, yes. He does have a voice. We got a mic. Is he on camera? Producer Cam, he is unfortunately, is not on camera, but we'll, we'll make right. sure to get him on later. I got you. We'll, up, we'll, we'll get him on. Who was, there was that one guy last year, I remember, the Gophers basketball played like Loyola, mm. and there was a guy with a mullet, and we mm. called him Mullet Man. I forgot yeah. what his name was, but he had a hell of a mullet. Also, half yeah. of Washington State's basketball How team How old are had you mullets. guys? 24? I'm 25. All right, so I moved here full-time in 98, and um, in, in during that time... Quincy Lewis played for the Golden mm-hmm. Gophers basketball team. Dan Munson coached Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. All right. So, like, my first year here full-time, they went to the NCAA tournament, and Gonzaga, without John Stockton, but before Mark Few and all these good players, bounced the Gophers in the first game. So, not being a huge college sports guy, my first year and early in my time here, everybody told me when Golden Gophers basketball is good – like Williams Arena is on fire. The streets are like having a good time and stuff. Are you guys too young to remember that? Because with all due respect, I've never seen it. I've I'm way too young for that yep. because I, I haven't seen so it. So it's I, been bad all of your existence. yes, pretty much. Mm-hmm. I've I've just heard the the, the it's like it's in folklore when we they made the final four run right. and the campus was on fire okay. and it's great. I, I've been to a couple like quote unquote big games. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember they. They were like number eight in the country, I think, under Tubby Smith one year. Yeah. That was the highest they got. They were playing Michigan, Trey Burke, Michigan, yep. and Williams, and it was electric in there. But that was – they mean, lost. That was the highest 
point I've ever like seen. I can recall in elementary school like Gophers making the tournament mm-hmm. and we would legitimately like stop what we were doing and really? they w- they would turn on the TV in every classroom like yeah. when they'd play Baylor in the first round or well they but they I think in recent years it was like Xavier they or lost that, that, that's and, who I was thinking of yeah and they then they they beat yeah. UCLA yeah in like Tubby Smith's last year and then they beat uh, they beat Louisville in the mm-hmm. first round a couple years back but I, I haven't seen them make it past the second round I couldn't even yeah. imagine what would it be like if they made it past the so second round so you guys are like 6, 7, or 8 you know so you're like 2K you're, you're like uh, the 2K takes on Twitter before Twitter yes and right. and when and with the MV3 Kevin Garnett Sam Cassell Latrell Sprewell so like being an NBA guy when you live in Los Angeles like I did in the mid 80s and it's Magic and Johnson uh Magic Magic and Johnson Magic. Oh, I would love yeah. that one yeah. when it's Magic Johnson and Larry Bird it's everything and Dr. J and Michael Jordan I mean immortality type names so I come here basketball's kind of dead mm-hmm. and then they draft Kevin Garnett and they got that MV3 mm-hmm. and they lose to the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals the same year the Wild lost to to the mm-hmm. Anaheimers and John Sebastian Giger in the Western Conference Finals. That was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, shoot, holy cow, it's been a long time since we've had entertainment like that in the winter. Years. Right, and we've always talked about how nuts it would be if the Wild made, like, a Stanley Cup uh, run. Yeah. Like, we, we, were in, we were in St. Paul last year when they forced a Game 6 against the Knights in Round 1, yeah. and the streets were, like, insane. I mean, wow. cars just, honking, like, people celebrating, drinking out in the middle of the road. And I, like, looked at that. I'm like, we just forced Game 7 in Round 1. In the first like, round. Take this to... To like even like yeah. a Western Conference final, like a Stanley Cup, it would be fucking insane. Uh, see, I don't know what it's like. I've I've said this so many times. Like my dad has been telling me how great it was to watch the Twins win a World Series in '87 and '91. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, sounds great. I wasn't a part Can't of it. Relate. I have no idea. I don't know. I just been dealing with sports teams, maybe making it to a first yeah. round, getting your hopes up and losing. I don't even know what it's could, like. I mean, you you mentioned the Twins. Could could baseball do any more? to jack itself up for, like, people your age than what it's doing right now. Yeah. I mean, you guys may have played baseball through college. Maybe you love baseball. That's great. I like baseball, man. I like – I mean, I like all sports. Baseball would be my fourth uh, if I were to follow it day by day by day. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, it's just so proven that kids or young adults your guys' age are drifting away from baseball. It's too slow. Mm -hmm. Too many things to do. You know, but then the the baseball snob crowd would be like, you're dumbasses. Mm -hmm. You're not cerebral enough to follow it. And I'm like, screw you. They are not. It is boring. And, and, you know, now you have labor strife and they might not even get the season. So like kids like you, even people like me at 56, you forget about it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, all right, cool, man. It's, it's it's background noise and grilling and, you know, having, having girls over to your little compound here. Right. Well, I got to say, that's funny. I I got, I got to say that like the most enjoyable season of baseball I ever watched was like the COVID year where it was just 60 games because every game meant yes. so much. And I was like, holy shit, mm-hmm. I should actually watch every game because it has impact on the yeah. season. Whereas like when you pe- play 162 or whatever, yeah. it's just too many. It's too long. So baseball's good for you no matter the circumstances? Not that. Not that. It has to be like really limited yeah. really limited and it and the games have to mean something more like with hockey and basketball there's yeah. there's less games so you know MLB you, playoffs yeah. are the bomb uh, yeah yeah amazing, playoffs man. kick ass Do you guys bet oh yeah yes big, big major time. league yes. baseball playoff like mm-hmm. series betting and yes. game by mm-hmm. game betting 
being being a 30 year racetrack guy, past performances are key, you know, when when you're analyzing a sport, a horse race or whatever. And when you get like like these back to backs we've had in the NBA and in the NHL, like the wild, it's uh they they get smoked by Calgary and as of this taping, they're gonna play Calgary the very next game. Yep. In a in a home and home. And these baseball series, man, they they develop personality. So you you can have all of the algorithms, margin rules, uh, all of the analytics and everything scientifically that goes into A, getting to B to C, but the emotional wherewithal of sports, when you can capture that and get that feel in a series, I mean, that's when you head to Worth County and you're like, here's the deal. Here's a $10 bill. I want you to push that button until all of Worth County runs out of paper. Yeah. Yep. Then you go yep. back to Minnesota and then you go back in cash. Well, right. we, we were down in Vegas in July. Remember that? Like, I remember we were, we were in Vegas in March before that for March Madness. We'll be there again here in just a couple weeks. But we're like, nothing can top that betting. You know, there's nothing. What are we going to bet on in July? But it was actually electric watching all the MLB <laughs> games and sitting there. You could sit it there was, at a sports book in the middle of the day in July yeah. and bet on all these baseball games. It was baseball and the, and the Summer Olympics. Oh, yeah. I was hammering the U.S. Great. men's yeah. water polo team on the money line, and yeah. I convinced like way more people to do it than. Yeah. Should have, and it, they got they got baseball, killed. You you with baseball, you can find a way to lose your entire Vegas bankroll mm-hmm. in one game. Yeah. Okay. Well, how'd you lose all your money? Well, I bet the first inning over, and I bet the first inning side, then the first five innings side, and five innings over under, then the game, mm-hmm. then the run line, then the alternative run line, then I had Shohei Otani <laughs> to get 10 strikeouts yeah, and two yeah. home runs. First home run. And I'm out of money, and oh yeah. my God, I've been here six hours. I had eight props on it. <laughs> well, dude, see, that's the problem with those games. Like, I, I sometimes freak out when I when I bet on just a traditional college basketball game. I'll bet on the, the spread, the over-under, and money line. Yeah. And sometimes I feel like yeah. I'm going in over the top on three bets. Yeah. Uh, you go in baseball I mean, where you can bet on the yeah. over every inning, and like you can win a lot of money, but if like – nine of the 10 don't hit you're out money. Like yeah. it's like, I remember doing so many baseball parlays where like four, mm. four of them will hit the other one doesn't. Yeah. You know, it seems like the way it goes with, with parlays with sports betting clearly on the horizon um, there, you know, I I've worked in a form of gambling for three decades through horse racing. And I followed sports betting really closely too during that time. And, and there's something, you know, that, that I didn't necessarily coin the term, but, but when sports betting gets closer and like, you know, we have websites and podcasts and apps and stuff like that, there, there's going to be something I'm going to do called betiquette. It is the, the etiquette within gambling. Because just be cognizant of your surroundings, okay? Because my man Jack might have $500 to win on a team at minus 110. And now you got Joe Q. Rube right next to him flashing that $2 ticket. Right. All yeah. right. He's on the other side acting, you know, like he's the late Jimmy the Greek <sighs> Schneider and just working on your last nerve. Mm-hmm. So it's like etiquette, etiquette within gambling. Just be respectful of what other people are doing who yeah. may be betting a little more than you because they do it for a living or it's a supplemental income type thing as opposed to getting point two zero and wearing a freaking lampshade well, and, and uh, acting like you invented the game because you just hit a $2 bet. Yeah. In Vegas, there's always that one fucking guy at the sports book mm-hmm. that has to just hoot and holler with everything that happens. Yeah. So I totally get what you're saying because yeah. there, there's that guy who just has to like shove it down your throat yeah. that, that he had the Giants on the money right. line. Yeah. And it's 
like, can be as loud as they want, but I mean, when they're start like, yeah, I told you, man, right. that, that team was gonna win. No, you right. didn't. Hey, it's like, hey, dude, yeah, relax. Rob, you did. Then I mean, you got to put your money where your mouth is, my yeah. friend. Yeah. Why right. didn't you put your whole savings on that? Yeah, exactly. Not, not, not whole savings, but mm. I mean, it doesn't have to be whole savings, right? You know. And again, this is not an elitist snob type. Hey, you got three jobs. You do no. It has nothing to do with that. It's when you've done it professionally, like I have, as long as I have, then it, there's a lot of mind work that goes mm-hmm. into winning and losing. Mm-hmm. So therefore, the last thing you want to deal with is some know-it-all drunk freaking rube standing next to you, acting like an ass, and like he invented the game. Right. Uh, that that breaks all betiquette rules. I like, like it. The, yeah. the betiquette. The betiquette. The, 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 the betiquette. Hashtag betiquette bit. The betiquette. We're going to have to use that. But yeah. no, because like there's, yeah, there's those assholes that are like, they don't even seem like they have respect for you. Like, oh, how do you do? Oh, I did this or I, I didn't, this didn't hit. And they're like, oh, well, yeah, yeah. I, I hit on this game and this game. Like, they're like this, some That's expert. Cool. It's like, cool. Go, yeah, be, nice. go, go apply to be some sort of betting analyst nah. at CBS Sports nah, or something. No, they're insecure. And, um, and the people and betiquette 1A. When somebody hits, never ask them how much they just want. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay? Like, oh, what'd you have on that? No, that's bullshit. Yeah. Because if you do that, that's an indicator that you're insecure with yes. the amount of money you're wagering mm-hmm. or the bad takes, the bad 10K takes that you formulate yes. game after game after game after game. And, oh, you won? What'd you win, man? You know, it's nobody's business what yeah. anybody else is betting. You sound right. inferior. In a way, like you found sound like you're there and you're, unless, you're a terrible sports you're like better. You're, you're going to get that guy more more uh, of an ego. You're right. going to feed his ego like, oh, this guy's asking me what I'm doing or what I'm doing. You know, know maybe right? I'm the expert. I know everything. I know, right? Everybody's asking me. I know, yeah. right? Yes. It's like, ah, oh, I'm not an expert. I'm just, same. I'm yeah. just out here betting. Yeah. Trying to talk exactly. to the kids. Dwayne Jensen, the same. It, do, it, is there uh, Can you? are you not allowed to bet on the Vikings or do you bet on the Vikings? Oh, I don't know. No, I don't bet. Um, I'm not really into betting the National yeah. Football League. Yeah. Like if it's a bye week or whatever and I'm in Vegas, it's um, it is when I bet sports or when I focus on sports betting now allowed to bet the Vikes. I don't. Uh, I mean, I've never really thought about it. Technically, they don't pay me to call games. Mm-hmm. So therefore, I'm paid by iHeart. So um, when you're not making decisions you know, on who plays, and who yes, doesn't. exactly. But see, see, doing it as long as I have, everybody bets the NFL. Mm-hmm. Everybody bets college football. Everybody bets college basketball. Mm-hmm. So I bet none of them. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's right. it's it's take a. So where aren't they looking? Horse racing, hockey, Major League Baseball, certain NBA. So that's where I look. Betting yeah. hockey is a blast. It I is. actually really like betting on like a, a hockey spread. There's been a ton of overs this year. Yeah. It's and, been an unbelievably overwhelming mm, season. And there's nothing more like freaking like just fun, like a rush of a feeling when you bet a team like minus one and a half on the spread <laughs> and yeah. they're up by a goal and they hit that empty netter with five seconds for yeah. you to crush. The, like yeah. there's no better feeling than hey. that. But you don't get you don't get empty netter spreads in Re- any other sport. Recently, there was a game between Toronto and Detroit, and I think I saw something for the first time in my life. And, and I'm going to call a couple of wild games in late March. So I'm starting to watch more NHL center ice and yeah. just like memorize Vegas Golden Knights numbers, get the pronunciations good. Likewise for Vancouver, those are my two games. And, um, and so I'm checking out a game over the weekend. It was 10 7. Toronto yeah. beat the Red Wings. Yeah, that happened. For Jeez. the first time in my life, I swear to God, I saw two starting goalies, 
both get pulled mm-hmm. and both come back in the game. Yeah. I ain't kidding you. I've never seen that in my life. I think the Bucks and Saints put up less points on uh, total on Sunday night football. Yeah. I bet the fucking oh, yeah. over that night. So what was that like six to three? Yeah. You were something, just something like, like that. I was like so, in your life. I was so like, you weren't alive. You weren't alive in 85, were you? I was not. Yeah. No. You would have been over in every 85 Bears game with like the greatest defense with Ditka? in history. Yeah. 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 With Ditka and Buddy Ryan and the 46 and Fridge Perry. That's the team you bet you don't bet the over against. Yeah. 85 Bears, man. That is a historical reference. You have to know that. Yeah. Like when the references go, oh, let me see. Uh, let me guess. This defense is uh, 85 Bears, 2,000 Ravens. You got to know that reference. Yeah. I mean, if the Bears, if you mention any year with the Bears, I'm guessing it's defense. I mean, just in the last few years, the Khalil Mack led defense. Yeah. Yeah, well, no, I always never never really been about the Bears offense. I just I think I mostly knew about the the Mike Ditka defense of seeing the uh, SNL skits with Chris Farley. (laughs) Ditka, the Mike the Mike Ditka defense, Devin Hester. That's what I know about the Bears. Have you met Kirk Cousins? I have not met Kirk Cousins. I remember um, I joined you guys for some pandemic bit. Yeah, it was the Soda Stream. That was when we were like really Soda Stream, really new. Right, Right. you were really new, and I forgot about the bit, and Mm -hmm. and I'm technologically challenged at times. Mm -hmm. So it took me a while with the fat fingers to get the zoom going or whatever, Mm -hmm. and then I, you know, I got a stocking cap or some kind of uh, some some kind of uh, wrap on my head. Yeah, and um and and, you had the beard going. I remember too. It was the COVID beard. Oh yeah, yeah. We um and and right when I saw you, I'm like. Man, you look like Kirk Cousins. And then I know you guys have extended the bit and done mm-hmm. impressions and stuff like that. It's fantastic, man. I really enjoy it. But um, but you should meet Kirk one day. I mean, Kirk, Kirk, you know, Kirk has an awkward nature to him, uh, but he's also one of the smartest people A I've ever met, but B, well, A in football, B I've ever met. He's super smart. Uh, but Kirk's good with the bit. I mean, mm-hmm. Kirk, Kirk. Yeah, I've done speaking. I've done speaking with him before at churches for um, uh, for volunteers and stuff like that. And he blows me away with his biblical knowledge and just how well he handles big crowds. But Kirk has Kirk has a side to him where he can goof around mm-hmm. that nobody ever sees. So you guys, oh, keep, we'll be a, we'll, keep, we'll be able to pull that out. You keep that bit for the bit in your back pocket. And we'll see what we can do. We'll see. That's why I'm waiting for the day. To like. Uh, we've talked about it, like meeting him, and I know I'm going to go up to him. Hey, Kirk, what's up? And he's going to be like, I know who you are. Like that's <laughs> that's, that's, right that, that's what that's but what's going to happen. Know who you are, but Boo! but the thing is, is like I didn't think he was ever going to like you know maybe still it wouldn't be on board fully with the bit or anything. But we've done that. We I've been doing it for over a year now, and we start we did that we did that stunt at the Vikings game. I don't know if you remember seeing that on the big screen, but I came there with yeah. the with the sign. I am Kirk Cousins, mm-hmm. and I was shocked that that thing went <laughs> as big as it did. That's sweet. And he retweeted it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh wow, okay. He's <laughs> and then he's and and he followed us. He followed our page on 10K. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. He's watching all those videos now. I've done just <laughs> and, stupid but, videos. But he's been liking the videos. <laughs> yeah. On Sunday, he yeah. liked like three tweets in a row of ours of us yeah. doing Kirk stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So See, we I mean, we definitely. Def- Definitely he, plan on reaching out he, to him because because he follows us on Twitter now. We can yeah. DM him, so we got a direct contact to him. Yeah. Which, you just got to shoot your shot, see yeah. what happens. He'll never respond to one. You don't think so? Has he? Oh no, we haven't we haven't tried yet. Oh. <laughs> we haven't. Yeah, we're. Well, I mean, we're, we're, might, we're okay. We're kind of waiting to see what happens. Yeah. See, I can just tell by the tone of the way you guys are talking, like. Oh, great. He's going to see these videos. Oh, great. I did some phallic symbol with some whatever um, uh, impersonating a penis or a hot dog or whatever. Kirk's just going to hate us. See, it's people. See, I'm Christian Mm -hmm. and, and Kirk's Christian and our faith is very, very important to us. But it doesn't mean 
that people can't have fun with things. Right. Yeah, Christ, right. Christians have fun. I mean, mm-hmm. that opens a completely different can of proverbial worms, but it's not like Kirk is some monk stuck away. Like in sits a, in his home all day, all week, and, and doesn't then goes see the, the light and just yes. reads Hosea yeah. over and over and over and <laughs> I think over that's how some people, like, some people like probably think yeah, that. Kirk's funny. Yeah, no. Kirk, Kirk yeah. can be funny. And um, Kirk can be biting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you'd like him a lot. Yeah. I, I, Hof- I mean, hopefully we get the opportunity to meet him. That's, do, that's do the, the goal. Kirk meets Kirk bit. And maybe we can meet at Pizza Ranch. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, well, speaking if of. he still does that endorsement. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I I don't think he does anymore. I, I think might, that's, that's, that's kind of like what? a joke. The last time I saw somebody endorse Pizza Ranch, it was Marnie Gellner. Mm-hmm. So therefore, you know, maybe the opportunity, Marnie Gellner, Kirk Cousins, Marnie with that beautiful smile. One mm-hmm. of the coolest people you ever meet. You can't lose with either one. I think we could get Kirk out because if he's friends with Marnie, I don't know, but I'm sure we can <laughs> Dude, still get Kirk. I, yeah. You can I still go there. Pizza Ranch should like sponsor us. I mean, okay. we're like, we're like the epitome of buffet guys, you know, yeah. especially on Sundays yeah. with football. Where do you put the weight? Where do you put the weight? Yeah, uh, I, mean, I mean, you got like two percent body fat. I know, I know. It's 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 Sundays. I basically inhale as much as I can, and mm-hmm. then during the week, I kind of shake it all off, mm-hmm. and then. Especially, especially football doesn't help, you know, because I don't have to move well, from mid to yeah, noon but, to but the way you've made your gambling PM. sound. I mean, you're going to lose ten pounds a week sweating these games. Yeah, yeah, that's it's true. Anxiety, especially when you're betting uh, U.S. men's water polo in Las Vegas. <laughs> and you convince ten other people yeah. to do it who doesn't. Um, you. It doesn't matter how you get to the winner's circle, as long as you're in said circle. Yeah. You're getting your picture taken and everybody's cashing bets. That's a super old racetrack adage. Mm-hmm. Why the best horse in the race? I mean, my horse, you know, got stopped, got cut off. This happened. And it doesn't matter, bro. My horse is there in the winner's circle. Jockey's like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Getting his picture taken. Uh, and we're all here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're all here cashing bets. So, hey, right. you can rip up your ticket and use it in Dwayne Shintz's wood-burning fireplace. Mm-hmm. He probably has one. He did watch Daytona last week. Yeah. Okay, so he fits, yeah, he fits is, that is, narrative. Fits the persona. Is that a car race or a porn? Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it could uh, be both, it's probably though. both. Depends I mean, on which channel you tune in. I don't know. He's a mullet guy. I mean, yeah. it could be both. His man. favorite movie is Shaving Ryan's Privates. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and he moved to St. Paul off Lexington because he likes steel. Let's see what's that there. that one might make sense. I get that. I get that yeah. one. But I am see still it. going to heaven despite saying that. Right. Yeah, no, for yeah, sure. Correct. No. So that's Christianity. Yeah. Right. No, yeah. but uh he uh we, as soon as he got the mullet, we're like, we there's just so many jokes we can do. <laughs> there's just a lot there's a lot, a lot to do a lot to unpack here. with. Yeah, right. Until until the hot shots with ten K takes, you know, watch my man over here with the mullet roll in with a dime. Mm-hmm. That that's just like his girlfriend then fiance and she's gorgeous and everything, and he's like Bite that! What do you think of this mullet now? But what if it turns into? Uh, well, you get the you get the nice looking wife, but then you end up in the trailer at a trailer park with ten kids, and then you're fitting the mullet. Cam, which uh, which which side do you think you're realistically right. going to take? Somewhere in the middle, right? Okay, somewhere in the middle. Okay. I like that. That's I mean, fair. he has size fifteen feet, so I mean, is yeah. this really going to be a problem? Let's be honest with each other. I mean, you guys are acting. He's acting like he has a crank the size of a baby's arm. <laughs> no chance. Oh, come on, Cam. You got to have a little more confidence in that, man. You got a no mullet. Chance. Cam, at least pretend like you have a big one. That's, yeah, come on. That's what you got to do. That's sure. what you got to play. Yeah, that we, out. yeah, Kirk's really going to come on now. Yeah, yeah. right. Oh, we'll, damn. We'll, we'll cut that. You're right. No. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll edit that we'll out. We'll cut that. Right. Well, the, Kirk's uh, just going to. That's the, the uh, PG 13 version. Vibe, but but uh, let's just get into a little bit about, you know, calling play by play for the Vikings. Mm-hmm. What would you say was probably the. And I feel like I know the answer, but I'm going to ask it what your favorite moment to ever call was on, on air. Mm hmm. Favorite would um, 
Favorite would be the Minneapolis Miracle. That's what um, I figured, but yeah. had to ask. You never know. Yeah, but it's not the most memorable. I mean, it's the 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 Favre across the body at Superdome. Yeah, it, yeah. it was that. Well, it's not. It's not just that play. It's that game, and maybe because generally we remember what hurts us more than gives us joy. That's just kind of human nature. Yeah. Um, but but I've been I've been asked that question a lot about like most memorable game. And the Minneapolis Miracle game was the bomb, man. I mean, we you know we had fans in front of us trying yeah. to climb into the box box, trying to claw their way in there. <laughs> yeah. We got coaches who are now with other teams banging on the glass. You know, Jonathan Gannon, who was defensive coordinator for the Eagles. I don't know where he is now. I mean, he's banging on that glass so hard it was going to break. And then you see super calm Kevin Stefanski, the quarterback's coach, just get up and shuffle his papers and give a little fist bump and walk up the yeah. stairs. <laughs> yep. uh, just patented Kevin. It was unbelievable. It was super surreal. But as a game would go, the 2009 NFC title game where we kicked the living bleep out of Sean Payton's team up and down the field, yeah. gave it away five times, and then you had the interception, and then they beat us in overtime. That uh, there, there really only have been two times after games or after situations where I cried. I actually cried. I was so sad, mm-hmm. and that was the first one. And that was what yeah. coined the phrase, this isn't Detroit, man. This is the for the well, Super Bowl. Well, you're because, trying to say this is yeah. this is for the Super Bowl. Yeah, I know. I messed it up. Why but, don't you point it out but, to everybody? No, no, no. <laughs> and I also didn't call it the Minnesota Miracle, so everybody in St. Paul's like, F you. Yeah, this is the Minnesota, Minnesota Miracle. Yeah, this is supposed to be yeah, for us. I mean, the Vikings it, are more than Minneapolis, Paul. Yeah. I'm like, bro, but it had, Minneapolis. Like, I don't write this stuff down. It just happens, and it didn't happen the way you wanted exactly. Yes. I'm sorry. It's I like, mean, how about you be there and call it? This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. Yeah. It was supposed to be. This is not Detroit, man. This is to get to the Super Bowl. But you know, damn it, that was the Super Bowl. You that were, was, you were also flooded with emotions along with every other yes. fan. Exactly, yes, I, yeah. I wasn't right. It's just like athletes when you try to they 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 bitch about after a game when they're like, how come he wasn't speaking really well or he yeah. sounds so stupid? I don't know. Well, they're he, winded. He just, he just lost. Well, you know, week three that year, week three that year, we put a nasty L on Singletary and the Niners. Mm-hmm. Their quarterback was Sean Hill, a dear friend of mine and a former Minnesota Viking. And um, and the last play of the game there was Greg Lewis's first play wearing Minnesota Vikings colors. First of all. Thank God that I even knew he was in the game. Mm-hmm. And then, so then Favre hits him. We win the game. And now all of a sudden, every atheist in the world is hating me because I said, oh my heavens. And the atheists are just flooding me going, what are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, there is no heaven. There is no God. And I'm like, screw you. Go go live your dark, don't pass line existence. Yeah, right. I want to play craps from the don't pass line and just root against the world. <laughs> I feel like that's just people just picking out like something to hate on. I don't think I don't think I but I could see that happening. But that but I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt it though because I feel like so many people pick announcers like everything they say. I don't think I've ever been upset with with the way someone's worded something. Like no. You just have to until I call those hockey game boys hockey games boys. Hey, uh, hey, we're having called hockey. We're, we're, <laughs> You'll be able to find more oh. than enough reason to bitch at the announcer. Well, it sucks because I remember, like, right before when you came on our Soda Stream a couple years ago, you were you were ready to announce some wild games. COVID hit, and then uh, and then you did the virtual bit where you announced oh, yeah. it like virtually. Was that with Sauce? I, oh, I, no, Zach no. Halverson. It was Zach Halverson. Oh, was Virtual high fives. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. That was what, that was what coined uh, Fiala La La La. It's Christmas in April. Yeah. Right. And, and it's the stupidest call in the world. But when I call March 21st against Vegas, 
March 24th against Boudreaux in Vancouver. If Fiala scores, Fiala la 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 la. It's Christmas every day when you have Kevin Fiala. Yes, it absolutely so I, is. I got awesome. that one. Yeah, what other lines do you stupid. got? Um, <clears throat> hockey's hard to come up with lines. It is. Because they got too many lines. Mm-hmm. And they got yeah. too many line changes. Yes, there's so, so many lines. Lines are the are the uh are the emphasis here. Um if if Felino scores, shh uh blah blah blah. Scores three one wild and the moose is loose. That yes. was insane. Not with the moose is loose, Jensen's oh, over there. Yes. I got goosebumps from that. Yes. Man, he's got two chins. No, that that's perfect <laughs> though. No, but there's well, it's such a fast paced game. You don't it's like that moose is loose. Oh, no, I love no, that. we love that. I think we. I, 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 I think I, we've I done think, that. I think. I think what? something just happened in here. That did like, I steal I, something from you? Finally, no, 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 no. From me? No, no. We're 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 just blown away by what just happened. No, no. Just like just you went full like on full emotion. into it. It was incredible. It's like I was oh, in the wow. booth at a Vikings game. Yeah, we got to see it happen. Well, you guys it was are just so freaking Minnesotan that you're like, wow, we're just so moved. We can't we can't believe what happened, man. It was just unbelievably great and surreal. Yeah, no. Minnesotans. How many, yeah. how many other times have you done that, though? Yeah. Done what? What you just did, like the moose is loose. Is that? Is it, is no, it, I just came up with it two days ago. So there we, oh, wow. this is probably the first time it's happened. Yeah, so I'm, I'm ever on writing air. down. I'm writing down bits mm-hmm. that right. I'm going to use during the game. And hardcore hardcore hockey fans are like, "Oh, that's great." No, it's not going to affect your your precious half yes. ball, your precious trapezoid, and high slot and everything. The the call will be true. But if I'm doing these games, they're like when they asked me to do them again, which was cool. I'm like, I don't want to do it in the press box. All right. I mean, it's just, I don't need, Va- I don't need crusty Vancouver Canucks beat writer guy turning around and looking at me saying, Hey, guy with one eyebrow, shut the <laughs> F up when I'm yelling, Moose is loose. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm out. I mean, if we're going to make this a bit on the bit, then get me in the crowd, get yeah. me in my habitat. Yeah. So they, they tried to finagle a spot like where Doc Emmerich used to call games and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, careening, careening. <laughs> this is going to be good. I'm careening. Yeah. Um, but they, you know, we, we, they, we couldn't fit. So I'm going to do it from a suite. So they're actually oh, okay. going to have us doing it from a corner suite. So it's going to be cool. I'm going to be in my habitat. I'm going to have rubes there. I'm going to be scream, screaming, moose is loose. But I got some bits that I put together. Hopefully they work. You got you got one for like Kaprizov? Nope. Not yet? No. We'll I mean, get there. He stands on his own. Karel, okay. Just Kirill yeah. Kaprizov. That's it. Stands on his All own. you got to do is say his name and people are like, yeah. Yeah, hopefully you'll Gen- like him. Yeah. Even though right. he won't listen. Right, That's exactly. Cool. <laughs> I feel I feel like there's gonna I feel like there's gonna be some jokes that you can pull with like the goalies or or Talbot or something. I don't know. Oh yeah, like yeah. um um in the crease. Oh yeah. <laughs> something like well, that. Well, I was um, gonna say we have we have some bits with the goalies, but they're probably not radio friendly. We yeah. like we like to say well, uh, there's he, so many opportunities in football that I just never do. I'm not gonna do it. Like Capel Capel Kacken and we say you got cock blocked. You got cock blocked because his name is K A H K. But you're messing up his name though. Right. It's it's cack. Right. So it's, you got cack blocked. You got cack blocked. Right. Cack blocked. Right. Well, well, what it, about when Kendricks and Barr mug the A gap? Mugging the gap. Well, it's just too bad I'm that still going to heaven. No, no, for sure. We're we're all going to heaven. We're all good. Um, we're fine no, here. We're, we're I think we're I think so. Uh, no, man's glasses started to fog and there was like a fire in the background. Yeah, yeah, so, oh, I think, I'm, I think I'm heading oh, down there now. Oh, jeez. Um, no, it's too bad that Nick Benino is not on the team anymore. <laughs> yeah, I could have done the Benino, the, the Benino. Benino bit. We did that last what year a lot. Benino, 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 Nick Benino. That's the bomb. It was, yes. it, was well, it was, it was, it was, it was, so I didn't coin Arjart, 
Argentinian yeah. radio announcer or right? a French. It was a so when Somebody. Nick Benino was on the Pittsburgh Penguins in the Stanley Cup in mm-hmm. 2016. Uh, it was a foreign broadcast, like in France or something, mm-hmm. and he scored, and it was just like, like a, like a, like a soccer, like a soccer goal. Well, so, the captain, the oh, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just saying. So we, we, we when as soon as he signed yeah. here last year, we're like, oh my god, we ain't gonna do it. But I mean, yeah. the captain, Jared Spurgeon, you know, in, in hockey, it, it's Jacksy and it's Ten Casey and it's so and sozy. But with, with Jared, if you shorten his last name. Then it is shot by Spurge. <laughs> Got a Spurge <laughs> of electricity. <laughs> oh, I feel like there was something like I think we were trying to. I was trying to f- like fuck around with like uh, Rem Pitlick's name, Rem like Rem Cycle or something. But he's not on the team anymore. Well, there was a but, there was a kid who skated for St. Cloud State University years ago. Last name Pudlick. Pudlick. Yeah, that was close. It was Pudlick. Pudlick. Pudlock. Something, something Pudlick. 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 Yeah. Uh-huh. Pitlick. Yeah. Very good player, too. Oh. And that was just his God-given last name. So God oh. bless him. There's some crazy... Speaking of names, there's some crazy names in the NHL. Oh, yeah. Like, I feel like you see the craziest names in the NHL mm-hmm. than, either, than any other like sport. I yeah. mean, yeah. Well, look, look at the cap for the Vegas Golden Knights. Because like I'm already memorizing their numbers and their mm-hmm. names and stuff. And plunk down $40 for the part season center ice package so I can start memorizing mm-hmm. numbers. And look at Marcioso's name. And just like where, salt. where the letters are. Yeah. It's like Farvian. Petrangelo. Like, yes. Bro, look at this. This right? is yep. so weird. This is like an acid trip for a name just looking at it. I know. Right. Mm. Well, I think I was like, I think I was screwing around with somebody that didn't really know hockey much. And I was saying Marchisol. They're like, oh, yeah, Marchisol guy's good. I'm like, no, his name's Marchisol. I was just, I was just messing around. Say his yeah. name. Marchisol. It's not Marchisol. 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 Or is it Marchisol? Yeah, it's Marchisol. Marchisol. It's spelled like Marchisol. I was saying Marchisol. See, I'm going to the thing up in the game Marchisol. 10 times and go because of me. Oh, Yeah, because of you guys. Marchisol. <laughs> And then there's and then there's people that like they see uh well you you uh and I I'm not blaming you but like I wrote down you're talking oh, about oh no I gladly fucked Patrick this. Roy I fucked that one up <laughs> Patrick Wah well, who spelled his name who did that that you shouldn't well, yeah. you shouldn't be allowed well, in who? the NBA at the same time there was Brandon Roy mm-hmm. so for the Portland Trailblazers so let me see we got Brandon Wah and Patrick Roy no that's stupid it's Wah and Roy it's dumb so they're both Wah right no yeah and they're then, both Wah and then you have Jonathan Taves Jonathan Bro, you don't know who Brandon Roy no. is. No, I don't. That was back in the 2K takes days, but I mean, I don't know. Played for the Wolves. Yeah, he played for the Wolves, yeah. Played for the Wolves for a minute, see? I'm trying to get these kids, because I just deal with this so frequently, (laughs) those of your variety or your age, I'm not saying disrespect the history of sports. There's a lot that happened in in, in 0, 1, 2, and 3K takes. A lot. Like, you guys are the New Testament of bits. The Old Testament had some pretty good stories like the 85 Bears. I've been been watching a lot of 30 for 30s. I'm trying to catch up on sports history. You're doing that for the drama and hopefully to see the SI swimsuit issue. (laughs) Maybe. We'll (laughs) see what happens. Now, when I say, oh, yeah, look at here, you know what I mean, right? I know exactly what you're talking about. That's saucy, man. That's my boy. I I will say, though, I probably know more about the early 2000s Wolves teams than the team now. Yeah, I got you. That's that's where I like just fell in love with Kevin Garnett and all that, but then I got tuned out in 2005 when they're like oh we're a couple years away oh. and that's been 15 years yeah when, when they had ricky davis on their team yeah. Corey cove erstwhile sludge came up with one of the great nicknames for the power trip when he called him ricky davis because clearly there's no d in davis oh mm. it's just <laughs> yeah ricky avis ricky oh, avis. that's perfect i love it i love those bits i kind of hijacked your show i'm sorry I'm oh no we know this, this is what away. it's all about how yeah. badly do you guys want me to say the f word i mean you could so 
badly. You, you, you can, Our listeners you can say want it to. if you want it. If you a, want, we say it a you lot. You mother a. Oh, oh, oh damn it! it. <laughs> Two receivers Ucker. left, one right. Irv Smith is the tight end. Oh yeah. <laughs> Dozens back to pass. Fires left. See, there's so many things you could do in games if you know it just changed and we were able to loosen up and stuff. Dude, th- hearing you like doing a call, I don't know why the, Vi- the Vikings should bring it back, but I remember I went to a preseason game in like 2010, mm-hmm. and they did a bit where they like allowed fans to like oh, make, yeah. do a call, yeah, it was cool. and then and then then you come in and do your call. But there was some interesting people that did that. Like there was some <laughs> people that were like okay at it, but then yeah. there was some people like this guy Rosenfeld, uh, Farve, yeah. huh. that oh uh, shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, well, you know what? See, I had a lot of respect for those people because they were foreshadowing. Yeah, they were foreshadowing. Shadowing week two of the 2020, uh, 2021 season when I effed up at Arizona. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, they saw it coming before me, and I should have listened to him. It is good. No. What the f- are you doing? There was, a, there was even one video of a Vikings fan at the game who started cheering after oh, know, the I field goal. Oh, yeah. yeah, I saw it. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Everybody on, then it just on the tur- bus and the plane after even Cousins. It's like I told Cousins I messed up the um, I messed up the uh, the game losing call. And he said, "You did?" With just this, you did? No. Kirk should I'm be like, the most bro, forgiving guy, bro. You're it's okay, man. Exactly what I said. I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" Of all people, who is not? Why can't you read Matthew chapter yeah. 11 verses 28 to 30? I'm heavy laden, man. Yeah. Put me in your yoke. Have a your heart is lowly. Help me. So like, uh, so everybody was like, uh, "You okay? You okay?" 10k takes. Put a clown nose on on you with the call behind it, or was that bar stool, or whatever it was. And I didn't know any of that was happening. I was just like, why did that happen there at that time when I've called 400 some some odd games? God has put some pretty peculiar moments in front of me. And through him, I have come through every single time. One or two are in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. So why so why there with that? So I was more worried about like, why did that happen at that moment of my career than then a clown nose on me on some big website and like people like me caring what people thought. I, I think I think you just I, I remember when that all happened and I'm like I, I don't know how much like actual shit you got from people if people were actually pissed off but like my friends teased me yeah. and that's how you got to handle it. Yeah, oh, I mean yeah. I just got to like, laugh at yourself. Yeah. But yeah, I there's fe- Paul's car over there. No, it's over there. Yeah. But I feel so much empathy. Well, it's not like Steve Harvey messing up the uh, the, <laughs> the 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 world Miss Miss World or whatever Miss Earth or oh, Miss yeah. USA or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, that one messed that up. No, that was that was bad. But like you have, I feel like you've seen so much. And having announcing the have been been announcing the Vikings for like two decades, like you wanted that field goal to go in so That's bad it. after after seeing so that, much turmoil. It was that, but see, doing nine to noon on KFAN sometimes I care enough about it where I get married to these opinions involving other teams, where I just want to be completely right. So I'm like with the Arizona Cardinals, and it came to pass as the season went on, and the way Kyler played in that game against the Rams, it was a complete sham. And they were the house of cards. I, this is a house of cards, man. Kingsbury is not McVay. They they run. They have these sets and these formations and everything. Like ooh, we fancy. Just, we invented football with this this little stack over here and everything. Yeah. So and and I knew by talking to the Vikings coaches up to that game, they were supremely confident with some things that they could do in the game. And and Arizona just had some phony house of cards to it. So here I talk I talked about that all week on KFAN and here we are 37 yards away and I'm going to be right. 
and the opinion's going to be right. We're going to win the game. We should have beaten Cincinnati, and we're going to be one and one. And then he misses the kick, and and I just went out of body, man. Normally, I look at referee guy, official guy underneath the goalpost because I've just called so many field goals and extra points when their hands are down. Like, I can quick twitch. If it goes this way, I know it's good. If it goes this way, I know we're going to get one of those. Right. And I just, I, I like, went out of body. I'm like, what the hell, man? Yeah. Shit. I mean, that, that yeah, that kick. That kick was one of the more sad ones. Well, I've ever seen. especially in my nuts. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah. I mean, it was just like you couldn't make it up. I remember watching that. And I'm like, you gotta be. Kidding. How many times have I seen this happen? I've seen you this. Just, people. Oh. The funniest joke about it is like, oh, I've seen this movie before. Like well, when he's lining up for the kick. Well, I think we did the meme with the Back to the Future. Like, hey, I've seen this one. <laughs> yeah. You know, right before he <laughs> yeah. lines oh, up. Oh yeah, yeah. That's where yeah. it came from. We did from. that bit, and we're like, we've seen this yeah. but many you know, times. Your, your guy Kirk. Okay, Kirk. For, for all the shit that he takes, whether whether it's online, on air, on demand, or on fire. Yeah. He, he at the in the Cincinnati game, okay, Kirk comes through into the game, gets you right into a spot where you're going to win the game out of nowhere despite all those bullcrap penalties on the offensive line. Mm-hmm. Dalvin drops it. How are you going to be mad at Dalvin? Dalvin's the freaking bomb. He dropped the ball. Big deal. We move on. Kirk to KJ twice. Kirk, yeah, getting the, getting him down the field against Arizona. Did the same thing in Charlotte and and won that one with KJ. Uh, did the same thing with JJ on Eric Stokes in the Green Bay game at US Bank Stadium. Kirk late in games. And in the fourth quarter, man, he just it, it's the cliched ice in the veins. He was the bomb. Yeah. When when you had to have him, he came through almost every time. He did. He silenced the critics this right. year. And what he wanted to do, people are like, he can't close games. And he did exactly that. And there were other factors, and people are still ripping Close games him. Yeah, like all right the time all the time. I mean, you guys year. see see, because like I'm so immersed in that fishbowl that sometimes I don't see the forest for the trees. Where I'm doing the K Fan radio show, I'm calling the games, I'm at the facility. You know, I'm doing Vikings Entertainment Network stuff. So therefore, I kind of see the overarching view of everything. But when it gets to the details, I still just cannot get to the bottom of why people give Kirk Cousins so much guff. I mean, and now Minnesota's a habit state. And, you know, people, because I've lived all over the world, I've lived all over the country, but I've been here full time since 98. So, I mean, the pulse of the fan, this is what we do nine to noon. And and when you get that three-year guaranteed bid up around $100 million, mm-hmm. I think so many people were offended by that when he got that. All right, that's cool. We got a quarterback, and now he's throwing it to Deion, uh, excuse me, now he's throwing it to P.J. Williams. Now he's throwing it to Minka Fitzpatrick. The John Filippo first season of offensive coordinator doesn't even make it a season. You know, so so many people, I think, got negative on him you got the money, you did this, and I'm never going to change my mind, which is so stupid. Mm-hmm. No, well, they're still the, settled in that contract. The, they can't get the stats them. prove that he is who we all say he is. Like right. he's, he's a great quarterback. Look at the stats. People try to argue with the stats. They try to find a way well, to spin the, the stats. Bomb. Right. Mm-hmm. But see, it's like the, the one time, eh, uh, that, that game at the Niners. All right, so Kirk's been put in a position <clears throat> one time with this team. To to beat somebody in the playoffs in a legitimate playoff game, where with those Washington teams, man, those teams were crap. I mean, mm. those they were bad teams. They just never were as good as some of the teams he's played on here. And in that New Orleans game, cold blooded to Thielen on um, Patrick Robinson. Robinson, mm. how about Kevin Stefanski, your offensive coordinator? Patrick Robinson hadn't played the entire game, and Stefanski notices him coming into the game, changes the play. 
and they go to Thielen on Robinson, so we're down by the five. Then we hit big boy, and we win the game back left to the end zone. So Kirk was cold-blooded there. The next week, that Niners team, as as the Kansas City Chiefs almost figured out in the Super Bowl, if Garoppolo hadn't have bleeped up uh, a, a pass to Emmanuel Sanders and overthrown him, Nobody was beating that Niners team. They were Mm -hmm. running for 400 yards on everybody. Mm -hmm. DeForest Buckner was unblockable. Richard Sherman had a pulse. So Kirk truly had one moment to define himself in the biggest game of his career, and he came through. I just don't know why people bitch about him so much. Yeah, because they love people in Minnesota love to bitch, and I, I still think there are people here that are so still so attached to that 2017 Minneapolis Miracle Team. It was a great moment, and I and there are people that do d- dumb it down or, or downplay it because we lost the next week. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with that, but there are people that are so attached to that and wanted to keep Case Keenum because mm-hmm. they felt the magic was going to keep going, even though I personally thought there was a lot of luck involved in that yeah. season. And people were just irate about, oh, Keenum was our quarterback. It was destiny. He was a two-star recruit out of Texas. I'm like... Mm. Got our asses kicked in Philly. That that 2017 defense was better than any defense Kirk has had here. Mm-hmm. That was it. I mean, it just, for whatever the reason, it just, the defense was dialed in. And I mean, we had Xavier Rhodes. I mean, some of these corners we've been wheeling out here of late, man. I mean, you're not going to win a lot of games until you get fortified in that cornerback spot, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now Rhodes is on your Colts. He's on, Yeah, he's on the Indianapolis Colts. For now. Oh. For now. We'll see. For he was now. good last season. Yeah, he hasn't, been, he hasn't been talking That's the Minnesota sports effect. Sometimes guys go to other teams and they're a totally different player. Oh, yeah. Well, and, and their names can also change. So, mm. like, during during Xavier's career, the early stages of his career, calling the games on the radio, I'd call him Xavier Rhodes, Xavier Rhodes, Xavier Rhodes. That's what I thought. That's what it said in the pronunciation. And uh, that that uh, the Viking second and none PR gives out to us. But then I or we talk to X and then he's like, well, no, my, my mom calls me Xavier. And so, therefore, we changed his name on the fly in his career from Xavier when he was all pro, shutting down OBJ, shutting down Julio Jones. We changed the name to Xavier. He was terrible. I mean, yeah. It's There's just something terrible to it. every step of the way. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. And <laughs> There's something the, the to funny that. thing is, like, Hard Knocks did a, a, a season with Indianapolis this year in season. We actually got to see Xavier, Xavier Rhodes interviewed and stuff. He's like people wouldn't expect that he's the most like soft spoken, oh, polite, yeah. friendly guy. Gr- guy. Girl dad, a couple yeah. daughters at home, so he play, plays dolls and stuff. You'd yeah. never expect it. Wonderful it's crazy. Guy, these man. these guys are these guys are like one player off on the field, mm-hmm. totally other player off the field. Mm-hmm. Like, and I a lot of them are like that. Yeah, yeah. I figured, you know, it's it's, it's sometimes it's like a personality mm-hmm. switch. Like, you, well, then you, you got to be other, that guy on the field. Then you get the other side of it though, where like Ontario Smith, former running back, he was one guy off the uh, on the field. And off the field, he carried around a prosthetic penis known as a wizardator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that, you know, when, anytime you can get a prosthetic penis line into the old 10K stable, it's a good day. Oh, we'll yeah. We'll have to look into it. Well, then you have uh, those guys. Wow. Then wow. You, hey, no, every, we're, we have open open minds here at 10K. We, yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah. But, uh, no, I was going to talk about 05. You know, look at the Love Boat scandal. These guys were, uh, some of them, uh, just, you know, normal guys on the football field. Then they're going on a, yeah. on a boat on Lake Minnetonka. Yeah. With uh, hookers or whatever, yeah. yeah, and and when we see see, believe it or not, before Brad Childress became the coach, we when when we would go to the airport to go to road games, we actually I started calling games in O two, so two, three, four, five. So for four years, we actually would park in the ramp where everybody else parks. Hey, that's Randy Moss parking yeah. over there. <laughs> we actually would wait through TSA like everybody else. 
Uh, there was no clear, no pre-check. And, um, and people were always late to the airport, man. Think about it. It's a Saturday morning at like noon, one in the afternoon or whatever. These knuckleheads on Friday night, are you kidding me? Like mm-hmm. they're going to be on time oh, every yeah. single week? So Brad Childress got here and um, operations got with him. And he was kind of like, we park where? We do what? Yeah. So he got with the seat, and then all of a sudden we started screening at Winter Park in Eden Prairie. Getting on the buses there mm-hmm. and going right to the plane on the tarmac, man, you kind of felt like James Bond. It was cool. Well, yeah. I mean, it worked because I, well, sort of. I mean, they did, they were, they did a hell of a lot better. They did under the last years of with Mike Tice, you know, making it to the NFC Championship mm-hmm. in 2010, but that was probably yeah, Mike you know, did all right. Mike, yeah. Mike, um, yeah, my, Mike's run here, uh, that's when I started, and I've known Mike for a long time. When when Red McCombs owned the team, you know, it there were times with Red, with all due respect, because Red hired me, and Red also put a lot of pressure on me after my first year, where through his vice president, Steve LaCroix and Mike Kelly, two days before we go to Green Bay in 2003 for the first game at Lambeau post-renovation, um, they met with me, and they were like, you know, Red, Red didn't think he had a very good first season. And I'm like, no kidding. It's the first time I ever did play-by-play in my life. Are you mm-hmm. kidding me? Can right. I get a chance here to simmer? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was like, cool. It's his team. So Red was good about putting pressure on people that way because he never was going to let me go. But he just wanted me to like play, wanted to push you play on yeah. the edge a little bit. Plus, yeah. I was new. I ain't kidding you, man. I mean, calling Vikings games in 2002 was the first time outside of horse racing I ever had done play-by-play in my life outside of into a, a tape recorder. Um, but um, in, in 2003... You know, we, um, I forgot what we were talking about because my man's, uh, my man's, uh, his uh, mullet's erect. I know, it is. It's just, it's just, it's stimulating. (laughs) We were talking about Mike Tice. It's just very, about Mike Tice. We're talking about 03 and going into that. I was going to ask you, though, some stupid crap. One of my more interesting questions for you. Do you have any like weird superstitions you do when you call games? Is there a certain pair of socks? There's nothing. No, um, I mean, I'm not I'm not going to get too hardcore Bible on you guys or anything. I don't superstition, <laughs> luck. <laughs> no, it, um, I just, I don't look at life that way. Um, I pray before every single game, and I have for a long time during the anthem. And um, it's more it's more a prayer to guide me for people like you who take time to listen. It's, it's if those are looking for distraction or those are looking for some type of diversion in their lives, then let me give that to them and do so clearly and confidently and charismatically. So that's, it's, I, mean, I wouldn't call it a ritual or a superstition. It's just what I do. Yeah. No, I like that. So there's no, there's no, uh, there's no curses on the Vikings. No confirmed curses. Uh, there have been curses, but they generally begin with F and yeah. have nothing to do with voodoo. Yeah, dolls. yeah, right. You're yeah. right. That's very, very Ooh, true. I got a Sean Payton yeah. doll, and I'm gonna poke it right in the spot. <laughs> and see what happens. And then Kevin oh, James, the skull chant again, boy. And Every then- kicker that comes in, I have a voodoo. Someone somewhere has a voodoo doll yeah. for that Vikings kicker. Well, if you have a voodoo yeah. doll, Sean Payton, hey. it, it also is probably gonna be felt by Kevin the, Kevin yes. James as well because yes. he's doing that the, the whole movie. The the only time. Now, I wouldn't say Zimmer and I got in an actual argument. I mean, mm. it's like, you know, Mike has the crotchety gene, all right? And mm. I know my role as the announcer slash as friend. But, I mean, I can't remember how it popped up, but Sean Payton and Mike are very close. Mike speaks very glowingly of him. They they were together on the Bill Parcells Dallas Cowboys staff. Dallas Cowboys team started mm. back in the, like, 50s or 60s. Yeah. The America's team. Yeah. Troy yeah, yeah, Aikman's the, team. The team Jerry Jones. 60, they, they built the stadium the wrong way with Tom the sun. Landry, yeah. yeah, and they had the hump in the middle of the field. Yeah. Um, but, um, but Zimmer and Peyton are really close. 
And so on Christmas Day, the Saints kill us, and and Alvin Kamara has six rushing touchdowns or six touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, nice friend. I mean, what a great friend this is. He just tried to get you fired on national television. All right, I was partially joking. Yeah. He didn't mm-hmm. take it that way. Oh. I don't think he spoke to me for two months. <laughs> I mean, it was he was mad. He was frustrated that I said that. But I'm like, seriously, nice friend. Mm-hmm. You know, he couldn't stop at four. We got to go ahead and run up six on a vulnerable team using players in the secondary. Nobody's effing heard of, including those who follow the Canadian Football League. Yeah. And he just had to get up there to six because he's just such a great friend. On Christmas mm. Day. Yeah, man, I'm not. Bunch of not bunch a of, bunch of families watching, people yeah. people enjoying the day. I'm not a fan, yeah. man. And, and then six touchdowns. I mean, mocking the skull chant is it, like he did in that Minneapolis Miracle game. Mm-hmm. It's okay, whatever. I mean, if he thinks it's funny, cool. But look how it turned around. Yeah. He mocked the skull chant and had a miracle yes. shoved up his ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seriously. But my, my favorite shot of that day was all the Saints fans in the bar who were like, <laughs> yes, the one guy who like yeah. puts his hand on his face and uh, is just sitting. The reaction yeah. videos to that shit is yeah. the best. The, the reactions like of the well, Saints fans, of the, well, the Vikings ones, Vikings too. fans give you goosebumps. But mm-hmm. yes, seeing some of those Saints fan videos is almost like redeeming after what happened in 2010. I'm like, I yeah. feel a sense of uh, yeah. calm now. I, I can live on with my life now well, after that, that. Yeah, that 2010 bit, the 09 NFC title game. I ain't kidding you, man. I mean, we still bring it up now and. You know, because I care about the team, I care about the craft, I care mm-hmm. about the the longevity and the equity and knowing people for a couple of decades and, you know, just growing with so many people over that time. Uh, it's still just, it still just like gives me chills thinking about that game. That's just, I'm never, ever going to forget that game as long as I live. Right? Well, you, you talk about like, uh, in general, like, the game being a diversion for people, you know, even if the Vikings are playing poorly, you still find a way to make it entertaining and everything and your antics and everything and your, the slogans, the boom, and he's loose and all that. Like, mm-hmm. where did all that like energy come from? Are you, is that influenced or is that just stuff that you kind of just developed as you, I mean, when I came to your door, mm-hmm. I was chill. Mm-hmm. We came in the house. I respectfully took my shoes off. Yep. I looked at um, your chambers where yep. you hide yes. women yep. mm-hmm. and you yep. keep your ball gags <laughs> yep. And, yep. and the gimp and all that kind of yep. stuff. Yep. And I made a little joke about that, but I was nice and chill and mellow and everything. And then all of a sudden, Jack goes 3-2 base. I'm like, hey, mm-hmm. that's, that's just how God wired me. He mm-hmm. just wired me. He gave me the performance gene. Mm-hmm. And and now at this stage of my life, I, I'm, I'm able to realize why he gifted me with the skills he did and the following he did. And that's why that's why you'll you'll hear me reference God a lot because I'm a God's will guy and not a my will guy. And mm-hmm. it's a conversation for a separate forum, but uh uh that uh, that's the, that's your answer. Is I I just have the ability to ah just turn it on and just go. No, it's sweet though. Like I, that's that's how that's who you are. I mean, we're we're the you well, know, it's one what's authentic. You you, you, know? you guys wanted to start taping at one AM. Yeah. So now it's weird. I almost slipped on your treacherous driveway. <laughs> we got these whips and these chains and these ball yep, bags yep. out here. And hey. copyright Dan Cole the common man. I'm worried that one of you is gonna go Dahmer on me and turn me into your sex slave. Thank God you didn't actually yeah. slip on the driveway because if, if, if Rosie had a tough experience and yeah. then you had a tough experience, I think people would like legitimately come try to destroy our house. Yeah, Jack said to Shinsis, do you think we could pull his eyebrow off and like yeah. whip his ass with him? <laughs> I te- is it I, double as a mustache? I texted PA, I'm like, park on the driveway, walk or on the yeah, road, specific. walk up the right well, side, and I literally said, I don't want to see, I just been saying this to every guest because yeah. they know the story. I'm like, I don't want to see what happened 
to Rosie happened okay. to you. Well, now, well, what happened to Rosie? Because you so talked about that earlier. He, par- he parked in the driveway. Well, and Rosie's our- got these big-ass feet, too. Yeah. So well, it's like no. canoes on a driveway. Our <laughs> driveway is very steep, right? And he parked outside of it. He opened up his car door, and he went to grab something in his center <laughs> council. Yes. I think the wind was blowing this way, yes. and the driveway goes that way. His hair's all standing So his like car this. door came and hit him right in the face. Just sucker oh, punched Oh, my God. Him. Did yeah. you get it on camera? Uh, we did not. Oh, but, come uh, on. We got still would have had it on camera. We we gotta get like install like a camera outside. We gotta get the ring. Front. We gotta get the ring system. The, the yeah. ring system. The ring system would have caught all of it. That See, actually in, been... in the Old Testament of one, two, three, and four K takes. Okay, then we had like a six hundred year break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had, well, and then yeah. it was five, a hundred ten K takes. All right, we'll, we'll blame the right. six hundred years on the pandemic. <laughs> right. Yes. We, so yeah. therefore, in the in the Old Testament days of one, two, and three K takes, I've told you. We had a baseball player named Babe Ruth. We had a basketball player named Wilt Chamberlain. We had a defense called the 85 Bears that was pretty good, but they also had something called shovels. Mm. And and when they invented the shovel, part of it was designed so people don't slip in your bitch-made driveway and, like, break elbows and have Rosie's hair sticking up him him going googly-goo. I think a sh- you called it a shoveling. That's too good to be true. I've never heard of that. Yeah, see, I don't it, think we know way what too, that is. Way yeah, too convenient. You're I, like all 20-year-olds. It's only the New Testament. I assumed yeah, I'm, I'm assumed I had to. Jesus, and that's the whole thing. I Where, thought I had to lay in the prone position and push it with my hands. I thought that's what I, I was thought supposed we, to I thought show. we could just bring oh, buckets yeah. out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, buckets, mm-hmm. like sandcastles. Bring buckets out there. Dig it into a bucket. Throw the bucket to the side. I thought I'd go out there with an ice pick and just sit there and yeah. pick at it. Like Cornelius. If you guys didn't watch sports around the clock, and if you weren't thinking about bits and bets around the clock, you probably actually would have women here at some point. Yeah. And if you had a woman here, which would be all weird and twitchy and everything, <laughs> hey, you guys want to watch uh, Vancouver and Calgary with me? Yeah. Ooh. Um, uh, you would get that driveway done. Yeah. Because you ain't going to have a classy, wonderful lady, maybe wearing high heels, <clears throat> hopefully something for which you didn't pay $600 for an hour, walking up that driveway and worried about slipping. Well, so we do have two women who have a, who have a podcast here every Thursday night, and they have never said anything about the Ooh, driveway. Haley and uh, Sal. No, their uh, names are Julie and Jenna. Okay. But yeah. they've somehow, I guess, never complained about that. But who not to Julie us directly. Uh, they're these. They're uh, two of our first female personalities we brought right. on to our network. They have right their on. own podcast. It's just a nickname. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they haven't complained to us about the driveway yet. Okay, but may, not to our faces. Yeah, right. maybe it's part of their. The, you know, whatever right. they want to talk about gossip. Well, they're not going to complain about your driveway when they're worried about being in some changing room mm-hmm. with a cracked door and Jack's <laughs> over here peeking through. <laughs> oh. Long story short, circling back yeah. to the beginning of this conversation, yeah. we need to get a ring camera hey. just for the shit that we'd see in the, front of our just, house. Just our guess. I just, I was just shocked. I did not expect when we had like our Mark Rosen come in the house. Mm-hmm. He'd be, we would, our first he'd image be of bleeding him in our bathroom. is having some toilet paper over yeah. his, uh, Old over his cheek. Bleed really easily. Yeah. So yeah. he probably did not hit as hard as he made it sound. Mm-hmm. But, um, it would be nice if you guys had some form of spotlight on your address. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Well, that's yeah. the other thing. Seriously, I, suppose. I mean, these are nice houses here and everything. And I know you got the ball gags and the gimp. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah. I'm driving up there. I'm driving up people's driveways trying to see their address. And I got I got like uh, Ethel and, and, and Martha and Fred looking out the window going, hey, get out of my driveway, yeah. man. 
I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm just looking for the 10K takes. Right. Until they know it's Paul Allen. Right. You, you just walk in the house and um, have a, a lovely dinner with uh, Ethel and Martha. Yeah, that um, that reminds me of right when Tom Brady got with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Just one of the uh, mm-hmm. one of the greatest stories you'll ever hear. Yeah. Is, is was it by, yeah, he was looking for Byron Leftwich, the offensive coordinator <laughs> in a private area. Tom Brady goes walking into houses and he walks into somebody's house and they freaked out. <laughs> they, they didn't know who it was. And then, uh, and then it's like, yeah, I'm Tom Brady. I'm sorry. I'm looking for Byron Leftwich. And, uh, and those people just like, how close was it? Do you yeah. know how close, how many houses away was he? Just what like I look one like? Rand McNally. I, I don't know. You I got the inside information. Yeah, you told the story. story yeah. All the inside information, you knucklehead. Yeah, That's what you're here to hear. I, I, like, I, exactly. Who are we draft free agency? Where are we going to get the nickels and dimes? Uh, yeah. 15, uh, 15 in arrears with free agency? I don't uh, know. You, you, you know, right. uh, 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 Mullet references? Yeah, shinsis. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah, right. yeah shinsis. Yeah, we shinsis. got a couple of Shin splints. That's yeah. all I can think shinsis of. Shinsis is, I think it's German for giant crank. Okay. That might, I mean, that's, 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 that's probably right. It, it flows well with the way he looks. He's got the, he's got the Drago. <laughs> he does Drago, look like he probably does have an absolute, Kirk. absolute hose. He looks like Kirk if you like turn <laughs> him into Drago. Played for the Spurs, too. Played in Texas. I he like did? that. Yeah. I know he played for the Grizzlies. I think yeah. he was in the Garnett draft. Uh, San okay. Antonio. The night before that draft is the first night I met Flip Saunders. God rest his soul. Mm. Oh, night yeah. Before that draft. Okay. And he ended up being one of the most successful uh, coaches in one of the most difficult Delayed. places to, Delayed. I feel like, win in basketball. See, see KG with MV3. Spree, Cassell, um, and Garnett. And, Wally. And Wally Zerbiak and right. Anthony Peeler had some thug appeal to him. He was certain uh, super tough. Hit key threes. See that team had bit. Then the wild they they had West Walls, the captain, along with Gabrick, and and they had bit. You know they just mm-hmm. had personality. And the wild with um with Kaprizov, and then if you get that grief line back together, if Jordan starts playing again, copyright Michael Russo with uh with grief Greenway, Erickson, Eck, and Felino with Kaprizov, you got bit. This this Wolves team with Cat and Anthony Edwards, D'Lo's the bomb, Patrick Beverly's tough as the day is long. They have personality. They have bit. They have the bit. That's right. just that's just so important on so many levels. Um, as as you guys mature with 10K takes, and as you start to you know gain steam and success and stuff, as the bit continues to blow up. You will learn that that in this day and age, man, it's really hard to find bit and personality within players. And within teams because of social media and because people are just so they're they're just so concerned or worried about what somebody's going to catch them doing on Mm -hmm. a camera. They just get super reserved. You know, man, it just used to be a lot more fun. I mean, yeah. Kirk. Kirk has bit when it comes to uh, when he was singing Blink One Eighty Two with his uh, with his brother, right? Yeah, his with cousin. his brother. Like they did that on a they they or yeah, they played some audio of a cover. He did like Blink One Eighty Two with his mm-hmm. co- with his brother on that podcast, and he also sang Pretty Woman and did that right. musical Oklahoma uh, or whatever that's, in that, high school. That that's the love stuff. That. That's the shit you love to see. Yeah, Kirk's got bit. He does got bit. He's got bit. I'm telling you, he does. That's why the bit needs to be on the bit. I know. Right. The right. whole bit. It's, you, it's, just it's, edit it's, out the uh, crank the size of a baby's arm line for yeah. census, right. and then you might have a chance. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, we, we have a chance of getting Kirk on, but I don't, I don't know. what do you, Paul, do you have bit? Yeah. Tell me if I have bit. He's got bit. He's got bit. After that moose, bit. moose is loose thing, he's got bit. The that moose still, is loose. That was yeah, still you incredible. You, you can't, if you have bit or if you are in a career where it is bit-oriented – I work at KFAN. We all have bit. I mean, mm-hmm. this is like 
what our lives are like. Oh, yeah. Who, mm-hmm. who in the hell starts a football game with, and boom! Mm-hmm. I mean, Nobody. that's bit. You mm-hmm. know, left in the mm-hmm. wake of a keen turn of speed, and he's loose, uh, cold-blooded connection. Those are all, they just don't, most of them just don't happen. You think of them, mm-hmm. you you go over them, you practice them, and then you execute them. Well, mm-hmm. I was going to say, too, or if a team gets uh, five penalties in a row and you yell, it's on the Vikings, or right. you yell, it's on the team, in a very, <laughs> yeah. very loud, that was just way. Yeah, that was just that great. That was a bad bit. Yeah. No. But it was a bit. It was, it was a bit. It was yeah, a bit. I thought okay. it hilarious. See, yeah. like, living in this house, we're living and breathing the bit 24-7. Because and there's no doubt about that, but that's a decent bit. A better bit is living in this house living and breathing the bit every second of the day, and that includes being next to Dwayne Shintz's ball gag. Yeah. yeah. Now, that's a bit. <laughs> that yeah. is a bit. And uh, maybe a little envelope pushy, but it's a bit. No, it's all a bit. Well, that's the name of the show. Yeah. yeah. It goes full circle. Uh, yeah, that is the name of the show. It's a bit. No. Yeah. But D- Dwayne Shintz's, I think, oh, hey. we spilled. No. Nope. Yeah, but see, when you're a Christian and you mm-hmm. spill coffee, nothing comes Not out. Not going to hell. Yeah. Right. No, right. it no. turns into wine. Yeah, no, exactly. exactly. Turn that into wine and... Yeah. Hey, I mean, Shinsis, can I get a napkin? Yeah. Shinsis. Producer Cam is on the napkin. I think, I think he's just forever being called Producer <laughs> Cam to Shinsis. And then Shinsis. just look down here real quick. Who in the hell doesn't want to squeeze these little baby cheeks? It looks like a baby. <laughs> Cam, uh, has that, someone done that in the last 10 years to you? Yeah. Oh, especially with the mullet. Especially with the mullet. He's going to get a lot more of that. But it cost him $300 for a half hour. Yeah. And it was up there off Hope Road. Yeah. I don't know if he went got it. Got he, might, he might He might. have been looking at the NASCAR betting lines this whole time. Yeah, he might. Yeah. He might. I saw you out Bass Lake Road. What were you doing? Yeah. <laughs> he does. What's funny is he does. That This goes along more with the stereotype is he does do. Don't you do demolition derbies? Yeah. Thanks, brother. Yep. That's just that just fits the mullet. I want to squeeze his cheeks. Yeah, <laughs> demolition derby is nice, fat baby cheeks. Yeah, shinsis, shinsis cheeks. He's got the he's got the baby cheeks. What are you uh, what are you uh, looking forward to in this Viking season upcoming year? It's February. Mm-hmm. Well, what You're not even thinking about that? Are you kidding me? No. No, I'm trying to figure out who I'm going to hit in the pick five this weekend at Gulfstream mm-hmm. Park. Yeah. I'm heading to the uh, Indianapolis Scouting Combine um, mm-hmm. tomorrow per this taping. Yeah. Uh, we're going to do radio shows Wednesday and Thursday uh, from uh, the Indianapolis Convention Center. So the way that works, that's when uh, the steamrolling begins. That's when you get there and you start hearing things about free agents and Kirk's replacement and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, right. I, I don't think Calamon's going to be there. Yeah. So I think no. he's probably doing something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you guys Mondiacs? No. Nope. Mondiacs. Although, no. although the, the iconic picture of him wearing the cowboy hat after he won the bowl game. <laughs> yeah. He got some. He got some style points from us with that. Uh, but other than the, that, the well, 20, yeah. the, this is. See, I'm going to say this straight into your camera and to you guys. Because when I start saying it around August, it's going to be, oh, there's the homer protecting the team. Oh, there's the cheerleader because, he, you know, the Vikings sign his checks, which they don't. Um, and and the answer is patience. I mean, seriously, you're going to have to have patience. The defensive coordinators knew we might run a 3-4 more than we've run in 40 years. Okay, so that's going to be new. The head coach is new. He may be from McVay's tree. Hopefully, mm-hmm. it's a limb that bears a lot of fruit, like Lafleur and and um, Zach Taylor, sixteen like sixteen thirty three and one man. But he went to the Super Bowl, so I guess he's bearing fruit. How about Zach Taylor in that Cincinnati game when he went for it on fourth down at the minus thirty? Yeah. yeah. Are you kidding me with yeah. that? And that guy's in the Super Bowl. I mean, mm-hmm. what a bunch of crap. So mm-hmm. so, but with Kevin, it's new. 
So it's going to take a little while. And we're, we're negative 15 on the salary cap. They can fix that specifically if they, if they work Kirk's money. And uh, then with free agency, I got no idea what we're going to get, but it's impossible to answer. Like, I'm really looking forward to 2022 because in my 20 years of calling Vikings football, this is by far the most new in totality mm-hmm. we've had. So I want it to be good. I want them to win all the games. If they don't, I handle it better than I used to. Um, but I understand I get the business well enough to know that patience will be required heading into the season. Now, if they jump out there six and oh, I mean, ooh, hey, let's go with KOC. Shit. Let's get yeah, uh, big cock. Me. Go with cock. Yeah. Cock. What? The big KOC. Yeah. Where's Shinsis? Yeah. Hey, get out of there. <laughs> get out of there, man. <laughs> Shinsis. Shinsis. Oh, no, God. but uh no, it is something new though. I'm looking forward to it. But if if but no Vikings fan will ever listen to you when you say you got to be patient. Oh no, no, yeah. No, well, no. no, you don't have to. The only thing you have to do is die. Mm-hmm. We choose to do everything else. Mm-hmm. So if you choose to be an a-hole, cool. If you choose to bitch at everything that doesn't go the right way, cool. Mm-hmm. You see, that's you know, like when you bring that into nine to noon, or if we talk about it on the bit, or if you run into me at Canterbury or whatever. It's, I'll have a baseline answer for everything, out of respect. Mm -hmm. But if somebody wants to push a little bit, well, then, I mean, I don't want to embarrass anybody, but seriously, it'd be like, all right, let me get this straight. So you have problems with those two things, with a new general manager, a new head coach, a new defensive coordinator. Every coach on the staff is new except Keenan McCardell. We got a bunch of new players. The offense is new. The defense is new. Mm -hmm. But it's not working out exactly the way you want it to work out. See, that's... That's your will versus the right will to support mm-hmm. the will of the team where it's going to take time to mature. I'm just telling you it is. Mm-hmm. Well, and something I've always said is trust the guys who get paid to do it. Trust the mm-hmm. experts. For have, the, for have, the most part. Have faith. Yeah. I mean, yeah, for well, the most part. Obviously, they're human too. No, but Initially, initially the, the owners and those who hire people, they get the benefit of the doubt from me. But they're not always right. I mean, yeah. it's like with but, all you due know, respect, they, and that they, John D. Mm. Filippo hiring in 2018. Yeah, I mean, it was ridiculous. And I like John; he's a nice guy. But I mean, we went after the shiniest of shiny toys. Mm-hmm. It's almost like who came up with the Philly special? Cool, let's give him three million a year. Yeah, because it's like that year, and he didn't even make it to the end of the first year of his first year of like a three year deal. It's there were some conversations between him and Zimmer where like Zimmer wanted to run and we got Dalvin and let's run and they would work on things during practice and stuff. Then it get in the game and it would just be different, you know, and Zim's face was just like forever red, man. His nose looked like Rudolph. He was so freaking pissed off. So then, so then we go to new England uh, later in that season, it's going to be a non-playoff year. And I think it's tied 10, 10 or something into the fourth quarter. But when, when you're at Gillette against Brady yeah. and Belichick's the coach, the last thing you want to do is embarrass yourself as a coach, okay? So Belichick in that game played dime defense, one linebacker, six DBs, the majority of the game. Why do you think he did that? Because he was telling yep. Zim, I think your offensive coordinator is so freaking overmatched and can't get out of his own way I'm going to play with all these little guys and he's still not going to run. <laughs> and he was right. So after that game, you know, I thought DeFilippo was done, man. I thought because he was on thin ice and there's some insubordination with this, with the way the whole thing's working out. And, you know, so I thought he was done after that game. 
And so then we're flying back and I'm chatting with people and, and let's just put it this way. It was kind of put to me like this. We are at Seattle on Monday night football, Mm -hmm. the next game. Do we really want to debut our new offensive coordinator, Kevin Stefanski against the 12s in a nationally televised game? The answer was no. Mm-hmm. So then I think we scored six or nine points in that game, and, and that was it, and Stefanski yeah. rolled in. Yep. The perfect game for him to take over. Mm-hmm. Right so you got that. see, that was bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that was, was bit because nobody else knows it. Yeah. Right. See, now that, Insight. Right. Inside see, information. What I did is I went Old Testament to one, two, three K takes, mm-hmm. and I kind of drew from wrath. And I took something that was old and I made it new mm-hmm. for 10K takes. For for the I was gonna say so there's so there's a shinsus 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 just like up with the angels. So from what I'm getting is there's a scale now of, of from 1K to 10K. Yeah, and correct. It's like a timeline. It's the gridiron gospel. Yes, it, it's the gospel of the bit. Okay, mm-hmm. the Old Testament was one to 5K. Mm-hmm. Then we had 600 years. Nobody can explain. And then 6 to 10K, that's the New Testament where there are doves and it's all happy and, you know, life's going to be great. Everyone's going to win championships. Yep. Shinsis and I roll back with the Old Testament 2K <laughs> takes when there was wrath and, like, the world getting wiped out because it had to be wiped out. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a bit. That's a good bit. Amen. That's a great one. I love that. That's Absolutely. Well, hopefully it. as we move forward into, into 11, 12K, if it goes that far, mm-hmm. hopefully we'll, we'll as we oh, grow, will. synonymously, we'll we'll see yeah. championships. Hopefully it there's will. some victory parades and right. 12 victory parades and cities your, burning down. You guys have a web. You have a website, right? We yeah. Did, yes. Okay, so I looked at Twitter, and I knew I clicked on the website and everything, and, and it's, it's going that way. We need some advertising. Okay, so anybody watching this right now, advertise with these boys. These are the kind of people you want to believe in, not the carpet baggers who ain't going to give you crap. These guys are tied to FM 100.3 KFAN, and all we do is kick everybody's ass. So support these guys. Amen. Now, if you don't get any advertising, that's going to be the book of Revelation, and the final word is amen, and the whole thing's over. And we're just dissolved. No, I like that, though. We like kicking yeah. ass, too, so it mm-hmm. makes sense. Right. Yeah. That's our brand. That's where we we thrive on, and we keep grinding. Yeah, right. you guys are funny, man. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Well, there's a reason I'm at your house yeah. in Fridley <laughs> yeah. at 2.30 in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? I got people throwing bottles at my car as I'm driving around. You know, I got somebody advertising for a massage, 30 minutes, $300 off Bass Lake Road. Barely made it here. Yeah. So gonna say, Driving that, in random people's might not, driveways. Bass Lake Road, that might not just be a massage. There might be something else. Yeah, I got Shinsis outside running around in a bathrobe. Yeah. He's tested all, all those place. places. Oh, Shinsis could, is, is the guy. <laughs> he's, he's been all those. We're sitting, we're sitting in this out. rundown studio. We don't even have chairs. So huddled, huddled around a mic. <laughs> yeah, An old wooden floor with yeah, holes in it. That's not a mic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See that's bit. Yeah, that's, that's bit. bit. I love that. That's bit. That's yeah. but, that's bit. But but the bit, the the grit and the bit it mm-hmm. takes to come up to a place where not only do you not know us, but uh, it, the our driveway has been known to almost kill people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, ten k well, the ten k house. It's a tough place to win. You mm-hmm. know. Well, see, with me and I, you know, I'm not exposed enough. There's not enough of Paul Allen out there mm-hmm. with racetrack announcing, football play by play. KFAN, Continental <laughs> Diamond, yeah, um, uh, the uh, Vikings Entertainment Network. Yeah, there's just not enough no, me out no. there. So I just mm-hmm. had, you know, I just had to get a little more. You had to throw your hat, yeah. you had to throw your hat in the 10K ring. Well, coming on our show is definitely uh, very exposing, I should say. It, yeah, it yes. is for sure. Yeah, yeah. You know, like career-ending exposure. Could be career-ending. Yeah. So Could be possible. Your own yeah. risk. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. It, not in the not in the PG-13 rated version, though. Wants it to go. Yeah. And then and then if somebody really 
takes a job away from me or admonishes me for saying crank the size of a baby's arm, I didn't need to be in that job in the first place. Right. Because I mean, that means that they that they can't take a joke. Yeah. Oh, and that's or they don't have to crank that's, the size of a baby's arm. Yeah. That, that's minor exactly. league stuff for yeah. some of the for some of the yeah. shit we say. No, that's yeah. like nothing compared. We're still here somehow. Yeah, we've almost been canceled, canceled yet. Yeah. In, the, times. in in twenty twenty. Uh, let's see. So I met you guys like June or July, March or whatever around the draft. It was like May yeah, so 20, yeah. September. So it's like it's early pandemic, but still pandemic, pandemic. It's all thick. You got chintzes over here showering with a mask. You got my man <laughs> over here saying, I have my rights and I'm not wearing a mask anywhere. You know, both both polarizing sides. And um, and I can't remember what I said, but um, I'm like, no way without a mask. Like six people around me when I went that early in the pandemic, I mean, they ran. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just out of there. Like, just oh, gone. No. You should have seen me during. It. You should have seen me during the first uh, wave of allergies during 2020. I'd Ooh. sneeze in Walmart and people like, scattered. <laughs> I'm like, guys, just because we're in a pandemic doesn't mean allergies is on the bench. Well, yeah, but you got to explain it, right? Yeah, Holding it sucks. Now, and, and by the time I get through that sentence, I just read off. They're half a mile away. So yeah, I know. I didn't okay. have time to explain. Holding in the cough, you're uncomfortable. You're sitting there, right? Mm. Yeah, being being truly being non-judgmental guy. It's like when we were in the early, like what I told my kids, um, I'd say four days into this thing is, and this is my take, you know, let's not, let's not rip on uh, the New Testament of the gridiron gospel of 10K takes or the Old Testament, but I, this is over when God wants it to be over. And then I explained it that way to my kids about uh, back in the Old Testament of the Bible, some things that happened with Israel and the book of Hosea and the book of Ruth and so on, all the way through the New Testament. And, and I, you know, I said, if you're an atheist and you believe in nothing, there is no higher power, God bless you. And if you're a Christian, if you're Billy Graham-esque, if you're just like the Christian of all Christians, both sides of it, nobody can dispute, atheist or bona fide Christian, the vain have had their mirrors shattered, the greedy are relegated to giving or twisting and turning, worried about their cash, the hedonistic, like Shinsis with Tinder, and, and stuff like that, you know, or, or prostitutes or whatever, they've either stopped or they've slowed down. So nobody, atheist, Christian, no matter, can dispute. All of that is happening very early in the uh, pandemic. Question is, how do you get there and why? Like, why? So that, that was kind of the separator. Well, it's not a cool story. Yeah, it yeah. was. No, I'm learning a lot. Just I'm learning here. a lot here. 90 just, seconds of your guys' life. We're getting yeah. a lot of like in, like insightful stuff on mm-hmm. this program. Yeah. And hopefully a lot of people are as well. No, yeah. we love it. Yeah. That's what we're about. We're, we're actually you guys teachers. have me here for one reason. Yes. The retweets in my massive Twitter statement. Yes. That's the whole thing. The and well, no, sorry. and, and, and the future Canterbury collaboration. Yeah. Yes. That shit's going to that that's okay. going to blow the roof yeah, off. We're, we're going to be racing. There's more to it than that. And yeah. the gridiron gospel of 10K takes. Mm-hmm. Right. And I preach mm-hmm. during the season. No, yeah. we, we came I here. We, you, we, man, we invited you over for the sermon. Bro, for the prophecy. Figure, you know, we got to figure this out. PA's prophecy. We got to figure this out. And here's why. Because last summer at Canterbury Park, we have a chapel, the Dean Coots Memorial Chapel. I did four chapels, and 70 people actually came each time. I speak at churches around the country. Um, I took, you know, for whether you think it's dumb or not, I took a 13-week course on systematic theology, a 7-week course on the Book of Revelation, a 10-week course on 1 John. I study the Bible every single day. I break down the metaphor, and it's, it's the number one passion in my life. 
So therefore, when it comes to preaching, which I want to do at some stage of my life, maybe soon, thus I'm, I'm working on becoming ordained and taking classes, theological classes online at universities around the country, is with all of that, I'm very comfortable sharing my faith. Some people think it's, hey, it's really impressive that you're vulnerable. It's it's not... That's well, not you, you even got the sweatshirt on. Hashtag yeah. faith. Hashtag right. faith. You're wearing it but, on, literally but, wearing it on your sleeve. And you had a Detroit Pistons... Uh, um, Detroit basketball. Joggers. Yeah. Oh, I that do. takes That's some right. faith, too. Why? Yeah. No, that, that takes connections. Okay. Yeah, what do we got here? Let's see. You get Detroit okay. Pistons joggers. Just calm down. I got size 13 feet. <laughs> so here you go. When, when you say so that takes connections, are other people no. unable to buy, purchase those? or I, I don't know if they can, but Kevin Stefanski, best friend I've ever had in football, his father, Ed, was the general manager of the Detroit Pistons. I love the NBA. He sent me some swag. Okay. So that's why I wear that stuff. But I want to preach, okay? Mm -hmm. I want to preach legitimately on a weekly basis, and I'm going to preach. I just don't Mm -hmm. know when. I'm going to preach the Word of God. But along the way, there's a bit. Mm -hmm. PA's prophecy via the gridiron gospel. So I record something for you, and we put it on the website or on Twitter. Then I'm wrong. I get savaged online. But most importantly, people come to 10K Takes. Right. I'm not going to charge you anything. I'm going to retweet it with the big stable at no charge. Can I get a witness? Yeah, that's yes, guy. Let's go. Amen. That's just guys let's doing. Go. That's just guys doing business. And see, the guys more gospel we get into 10K takes, what does that mean? The, the more, better chance Cousins comes on the bit. Yes. Keep, 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 keep the faith. Yes. Cousins on the bit. Keep Cousins the on the bit. I think that's the that's the peak we're, we're mm-hmm. heading to here. Yeah. And you're just one step in us getting there. Right. Yeah. We'll right. get there. Yeah. Hundred percent. We'll get to we'll get to Kirk. I got um, is this toilet paper you got me? No, that's Kleenex. Kleenex, Kleenex like... You do not. Well, you won't be able to see it with all the. I was gonna say that. Anyway. Yeah, there's. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but Shins just keeps looking at my hair. Is there something wrong with my hair? <laughs> <laughs> is there is there anything Shins that is... that inspires when the hair gets long? Or you just kind of. Is there anything that like inspires when you grow the hair out, or does it just happen mm, on command? Like no. you're just like, you know what? I'm gonna grow the shit out. I'm gonna do it. No, not really. It, just it started with the pandemic when I met you kids, mm-hmm. and I've never grown it out. So that I just got it trimmed the other day, but I never grew it out. Okay, you ready, Shensis? Yeah. So that at one point, I I held it up and it was seven inches. Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So therefore, instead of getting it cut, I have to get it shaped. Yeah. Um, but no, I like it. I mean, it's I'm not big time image guy or anything, mm-hmm. and you know, it's it's I don't know. I like it. Well, you're gonna be doing hockey soon. You gotta get the hockey here. Right. Yeah. You got you the flow going. Yeah, mullet for sure. You the le- get the, maybe you should do a mullet. The Shinsis. The, the, no mullet. No lettuce. <laughs> Look at Shinsis. You kidding me? I don't want weird fifty six year old men coming up to me saying, "Can I squeeze your cheeks as Shinsis the baby?" <laughs> you <laughs> could. You, you could. You could do the flow and then you could go full stash God, how excited yeah. are you guys thinking about the football season and pa's prophecy via mm-hmm. the red iron gospel yeah and i'm not going to charge i'm going to help you find advertising because that's what mm-hmm. we do we serve the lowly mm-hmm. excuse me we serve the 10k takes <laughs> yeah. yeah and um and and yeah and okay yeah yeah you should be excited the prophecy we're, we're excited yeah we, we greatly appreciate it then, yeah. then uh jack's gonna call me in august about uh the prophecy or the gridiron gospel and i'm gonna be like jack who who are you guys what is this gridiron prophecy there, i don't i don't know you you probably don't remember but when we were first texting you you used a word and i'm i'm the kind of candid person who are like you know Transparent, all to say, I don't know what you just, I don't know what that word yeah, is. Yeah, the word was cinch. Yeah, I've never cinch. heard that. That's so stupid. Yeah. I mean, with all due respect, I'm going to heaven. 
How do you not know the word cinch? Like, this horse is an absolute cinch. This team is a cinch. You didn't know that no, word? No one's ever said it oh to me, and, and I've never said it Where to anyone else. Where did come from? The Zoom generation. So you want to get to 20K takes? <laughs> you better learn words like so I'm, we, we I'm, start I'm, wor- I'm working on expanding my, my, dic- my dictorial. That's not a word, is it? Dictorial? Dic- vocabulary. Well, think about this from a horse racing standpoint, and Shinsis can finish the line if he wants. I just came up with it. If Jack helped you off a horse, would you help a horse jack off? No, you can't <laughs> <laughs> help me here. Yeah. Now well, Kurt now Kurt's not gonna come oh, on. Damn it, we ruined the prophecy. We'll, we'll, we'll put this in the R rated version that but Kurt no, won't Smith listen. Will come on. Yeah. Yes. Fine. Or OJ Simpson. Mm, not no. really. Oh no. Jesus. Nope. You only I think you asked me like one question. No, we had this entire we had, time. And then we just went riffing. We just well, kind of, it was just a lot of random. But back then that's and forth. a win. But for that's us. what people that's love. Now. That's our shit. Yeah, that's we, what we do. We're off the cuff. We're, we're different. I think. Yeah, yeah. we're not. We're yeah. not those traditional journalists who right. are going to. Well, we advertise with these boys. We're somebody, real journalists. Man, come on. Yeah, come on. Chances somebody needs to make some money. We got bills. We got bills to pay. Kansas needs yeah. cheap reduction surgery. And or or a hair transplant to be just Cam, get rid of Cam needs Cam needs to pay to get that seventy two Chevy's driving around fixed up. <laughs> yeah, thing Chevy. barely runs. No, you I'm fix kidding. This thing up, you be getting all the girls. Yeah, hmm. get that nineteen seventy two. The people next door have an old. He shoots. He scores and the moose is loose. Moose I'm, is I'm loose. so ready for you to do. Hockey. Ready to We're hear pumped. that. We're the pumped. Moose. The moose. The moose is on fire. We don't need no jack. Let the mm, burn, burn, mm, burn. I think Kevin Falness always says mute TV. I think that dumb white guy. that right. might be the first time we actually do mute the TV is when you're doing the radio. No, you don't. You don't have to lie. No, we oh, will. No, I no, shit no, you we're, not. We're no, we're, we're excited the for it. The delay sucks. Okay, people tell me that all the time, and it's cool, man, and I appreciate kindness, specifically in the age of rage. You may, you may listen to a play with the TV, and then you're like, well, this is 30 seconds ahead or behind. Mm-hmm. This sucks. But listen so to this. go back to those crap announcers. We watch on streams that are behind, hey. so it's going to work out just well. It might be, yeah, might all match up. In yeah, the we're end. already right. like 30 seconds well, behind. Is, uh... right, but see, now that that's extending the bit. Mm-hmm. So now we have PA's Prophecy. We have the Gridiron Gospel. Mm-hmm. And now we have 10K Takes giving me a word or a phrase for the game. Yeah. I drop it in. You put it on your website. I charge you nothing. Cousins loves it. We start making money. Guerrilla marketing. So, what, what phrase are we going to give them, though? We got to decide on that. Oh, God bless. No, you don't have to decide no, on it now. Well, we'll get back February. to you. We'll get yeah. back to you on yeah, that. For sure. We'll get back to it. Is uh, you going to be doing it with Tom Reed? No, I hope so. Yeah, yeah for sure. Is he going to enjoy? Is he is he going to enjoy the bit? I hope so. Yeah. Uh, he seems to be. He seems to be. Now, I think he's excited about it. I haven't mm-hmm. talked to him about it now, but. Let me see. March 2020, I was set to go to United Center in Chicago. And then the Winnipeg Jets on a back-to-back with Biggie Funk, Blake Wheeler. Mm-hmm. And pandemic, Rudy Gobert gets bit. Everything everything sucks. Everything just blows up. And um, so now I haven't talked to Tom about it. Hopefully he is. But, um, you know, we're going to be doing it from a corner suite. So we're not going to be press box level. Which means the the goal the uh, uh, the the goal all the way to the other side of the ice in the business we call it. Um, um, come on, I'm tripping out now. Uh, I don't, uh, the, the goal the goalie area. 
the crease. The crease. The crease. Yes. Yeah, but just whatever. Um, where, where, where that guy hangs it's out. It's going to yeah. be so far away that it might as well be like Oakdale. I mean, so it's like <laughs> I'm going to be looking – like, hey, the binoculars, I maybe. Think, I was thinking about that. Yeah, that might work. Bring the binocs. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just wondering who's going to be in the suite mm-hmm. when I'm calling the game, right? Because like we can get a bit out of this bit, man. Yeah, just get some, just some beautiful ladies around me. Be like the Hugh Hefner of yeah. boxes. Get chintzes there, and it'll, it'll all be good. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, yeah. the ladies' attention to me. Oh. That's true. Right. <laughs> it be at mullet cheeks. man. <laughs> like, give me the guy with the mullet. It'll well, be all over his cheeks. Well, well, funny story. Speaking of a wild game we were at earlier this year, where. Uh, I was actually up yelling. Uh, I think I was actually imitating yourself when the puck was uh, in front of the net. I'm like, it's loose in front of the net. Yes, yeah. you did. Yeah. And then the, some old guy in front of me pissed at me. Yeah. He turns around, taps on me. He's like, hey, man. I'm like, hey, what's up? He's like, you're doing too much of this. Yeah. Shut up. I'm like, like, okay. Hey, well, and you're like, okay, Packer fan. Go yeah. go piss in the sink. Yeah. Go, like, watch, go watch the game at home if you want to hear passionate fans cheer. Like you're at yeah. you're at an arena where people are yelling. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where else are you going to uh, be? I'm sorry. Hockey, it took place in the 60s, 70s, and okay. 80s. There used to be a yeah. guy named Wayne Gretzky. Mm-hmm. They called him the great one. Kind of oh. revolutionized it. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't he like number 98 or something? <sighs> yeah, he's a, he's number 90. 99.5, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think he played oh, for the North Stars. decimal in his. No, no. He, he wore a full helmet, full gear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. full helmet, composite, full composite sticks. Mm-hmm. He does not have a beautiful daughter. He had a, he had a bubble. Yeah, bubble he had a, face oh, he had mask. the bubble. <laughs> he you had guys the full are bubble. outbidding me, so yeah. I'm, you're outbidding me. So I'm just going to sit back and and just we can just bet, we can bask in your glory. Hey, you bid us, we bit back. Mm-hmm. We're I all bidders. Speaking of that word, I actually got bit a year ago. It's like if you want to call this an anniversary. Uh, but I had COVID a year ago, like right around a year ago, man. I had it for all of 48 hours. The the fatigue, I don't know if anybody here has been bit, like if they experienced or whatever, that fatigue, man, that's straight of the devil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It could not, I couldn't read text. I couldn't, I couldn't listen to the Bible. I couldn't do anything. I couldn't pray. I couldn't do anything, man. Just wore me down. And, um, and then uh, my mic went flaccid, man. It used to be erect. Yeah. Uh, then Cousins came over and I was healed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. No, but then 48 hours into it, uh, it was gone. But it was, uh, what a daunting 48 hours that was, man. No, I had it on Christmas Day. It sucked. Yeah, it. Terrible time. Did it feel bad? Oh, oh yeah. It, and all that? Oh, yeah. It, it yeah. Shit, shit sucked. I think I got bit twice, actually. Oh, yeah? I think Double I had bit? it way back in November of 2020, yeah. and then I think I had it around when you had it around Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my throat's killing me now, man. I might have it right now. You might have yeah. it. Yeah, it might have really got bit. close to you guys, you know? might yeah. have the new variant. Right. Yeah. Shins, I have a little Shins bit of a... Wants to I, kiss me. Yeah. I, had the, I had the sore throat, and then, like, my <laughs> nose. My nose was, like, <laughs> stupid plugged. I couldn't even breathe through it. Your nose? Yeah, it was bad. I was yeah. really congested. Chest was tight. Mm. Had the pain. It was mm. tough. <laughs> But then Kirk came over and brought us pizza ranch and we were fine. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Cured all. For sure. That yeah. was on, on, the LLG, in, on this new uh, LG OLED TV from Best Buy uh-huh. on his sleep comfort. Right. Driving so, his F-150. Driving the F-150. Advertise with these boys. Yes. They'll give you free plugs like that. Yeah. And they got my Twitter stable, which everybody covets, and they're with KFAN. Let's go. Yeah, Come on. The stations are waving the metaphorical white flag. The opportunity Boom. the opportunity is there for the taking. <laughs> Left in the wake of a keen turn of speed of 10K takes on the van. Right. Oh, yes. Oh, I love that. Oh, I like that line. That's perfect. Well, it's Jake, did, did you have any other questions? I think I'm good. Yeah. I think I got everything answered. Yeah, yeah, that was a blast. Was a good time. We got a lot of plans, boys. We got a lot of good got stuff the going. Prophecy, about the prodigy. Things, man. Before you depart, we got to do the rapid fire. I think we did that the last time sure. you were on there. Rapid um, fire is an art. Mm-hmm. Shinsis is Picasso. But of course, why else would he try so hard to paint a picture? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Shin- you want to ask me if I got bit again? Shinsis. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, as fast as you can answer these. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them are the same. I think some of them are different, but okay. we'll see We'll see how, how similar they are. All right. You're on a deserted island all by yourself. You have one choice of beverage for the rest of your time on this island. What are you choosing? The high C orange you either used to get at McDonald's or you can still get at McDonald's. That drink is the bomb. That comes out of the, the best. Oh, wait. Let me think oh, yeah. about all my, my endorsers, though. Hold on. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. High uh, C is not see, a... Can you get that a quick trip? That that, that one orange okay. thing that comes out of the yeah, thing at the one place. To do. It's okay. also known as Hick. Yeah. Um, you do the uh, sliding glass doors. I don't think you'll have any issues with that. Uh, no, I don't do them, but I do need to do them. Okay. Um. Yeah, high C orange. Okay, mm-hmm. got it. Yeah. Uh, how many fourth graders could you fend off in self defense? A hundred. Hundred of them. Mm-hmm. Minneapolis or St. Paul? Because <laughs> if people didn't get mad Mini- enough, yeah. Mini Paul. Well, St. Apples. See, Johnny Mancini and I are really close. The owner of Mancini's. Um, Minneapolis, man. I mean, I grew up in cities. I grew up in Washington D.C. I lived in San Francisco. I, I basically lived in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. I love big cities. Yeah. Um, St. Paul ain't a big city. Minneapolis kind of was a big city, but now it ain't a big city. And I'm going to say Minneapolis. And here's why, because it's the Minneapolis miracle, man, where they play the game. They don't play it in St. Paul. It wasn't a 61 yard Minnesota miracle. It was the Minneapolis miracle. Yes. The wild just need their own miracle. Yeah. Then they can have yes. one too. I love both cities. Yeah. The St. Paul yeah. miracle. Yeah. I'm no. 56 years of age. Like I really get to big cities anymore. Are you kidding me? I'm in my freaking sinkhole sweating some Boudreaux over at 10, 15 in the evening. Right. Well, right. What, what happens if the wild do come back miraculously in some crazy way when you're playing? Is there going to be a, some love for St. Paul and a St. Paul miracle like sort of, sort this, of line? Is this one of the questions? Yeah. No, this is a you no. know, sidebar. Uh, Sorry. That's, you know what? That's a, um, that's a very, very, very good question. If Make they like happy. win it, well, yeah, and, I, and I'm, you know, I don't, I don't really have the worry gene. I just never really have like worried about things I can't control. But you got me with a little anxiety right now because shootouts, man. Yeah, <laughs> shootouts. Yeah. Oh my God. What do you call? Calling a shootout? I got to come up with a bit for that because first of all, I probably won't be able to pronounce somebody's name. Secondly, if it's in the goal that's all the way by Oakdale, I'm going to mess it up in the first place. It's going to be like Arizona, but with a goal. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Yeah. The Not a field goal, yeah. a, a, a oh, hockey goal. The football yeah. game. Why would you say something like that? <laughs> I don't know. Here, I'm sitting here trying to get you guys advertising, make you a little bit of money, get you into the big Twitter but, table, and you rip me like that. No, I'm, it's it's a joke. And mm-hmm. it, But I, I was going to say it's, we would support you. But I work at KFAN. I'm thin skinned. Yes. I'm sorry. Wait, that's, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I got to come up with something like that. Mm-hmm. And not a 61 yard Minneapolis miracle, something St. Paul. I like that. St. Yeah. Paul. Capital Good city. Th- thing to think about. The wild, the wild do like those buzzer beater goals, or at least to get it in overtime. Mm-hmm. And when we're down by two, it's happened plenty of times this year. Deal so you. there's some opportunity there. Uh, this one's a good one. Would you rather slap a random baby or your own grandmother? Slap? Yeah. I ain't slapping a baby or my grandmother. I don't have a grandmother anymore. So, yeah, a little love tap for a baby. Just okay. you know, how about, how about just I burping it. slap Maybe nobody? That. Okay. Oh, slap or you mean like burp? Oh, it could, it, it could hey. be interpreted as a slap. I'll tell you right now. I will be the first to give 10K takes $10,000 if I can get Shinsis in a diaper <laughs> and then I can get a baby bottle right in his mouth. And then when I take it out, the noise goes. 
Then I lay Shinsis and those fat cheeks into a little bed, and he goes, "Nah, nah." Yeah. We're uh, we're going to Vegas, and we're going to Vegas in two weeks. We might be able to make that happen. Yeah. Okay, Shinsis, we're gonna do it. The bottle comes out of the lips. <laughs> Puts on NASCAR, he falls right asleep. Yeah, NASCAR, man. just gonna yeah. do it. Jump, old Jeff was, Gordon was tapes. Not available. <laughs> golf was on, but it wasn't golf as good that sucks. day. No, God, golf is if yeah, whatever. Golf's just boring. Depends on it depends on what you're watching though. If you're watching the Masters and Tigers coming, well, down yeah, 18, that's true. Tell yeah, about tell about the it. tournament. Well, if you're betting on it, presentation, yeah, yeah. But overall, it's a snoozer. If you could hang out with anyone dead or alive, who would it be? Muhammad Ali. Yep. Fault like a mm-hmm. butterfly, sting like a bee. The fresh smell of brute and the punch of Ali. Love it. Uh, just pineapple. Oh, oh wait, yeah. no, 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 Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, I, I understand. Not like that. Yeah, yeah, no. No, Jesus. He actually means, yeah, yeah. To be a disciple and to walk with Jesus and eventually get my head cut off for believing in him, that's me, man. Okay, that, be the yeah, answer. I had to clarify that one. Yes. Yeah, it would be um, Jesus Christ. Does pineapple belong on pizza? Does what, what? Pineapple belong on pizza. Um, that people eat anything, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, why not? Yeah, so people with three chins and one eyebrow, like me and Shinsas, we eat anything. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have a feeling True. I know you're, what you're going to answer this one because you know an individual there, but if you were given an all-expenses-paid trip to Cleveland, would you take it? Yes. Yeah. Why wouldn't I? First of all, somebody else is paying for it. Secondly, my guys, Daryl Hall and John Oates, are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Thirdly, we got Stefanski. Yep, that's the one. Coaching the Browns. Yeah. Got Jared Allen with that fresh afro for the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers swatting shots. (laughs) Yeah, man, I'd go. Why not? Why? What do you got against Cleveland? Armpit of America? I don't know. Some people claim for it to be. It's a pretty pretty evenly split. Uh, there were the colonies, and then all of a sudden, like states started popping up. And there was a place called Ohio with the yeah. '85 Bears, and yeah, a lot of things. And like a lot of sports teams in Ohio for whatever reason. Uh, yeah. The Ohio State Buckeyes, Columbus, oh, the yeah. Akron Blue Zips, Tortorella cussing and stuff like that. Joe so, Burrow, yeah, Super Bowl, yeah, yeah. things happened before 2022. Kids, Carson right. Palmer. Yep. Oh yeah, the Carson Palmer days. Yeah. Uh, what's hey. more realistic, ghosts or aliens? Um, neither. Okay. Least favorite fast food place. Ooh, got to think about those endorsements right now. Yeah. Let me see. Quick trip. What do you serve? Uh, okay, that's cool. I like Taco Bell. Uh, least favorite? I don't like Quiznos. Is that? Oh, yeah, yeah. We got a Quiznos here uh, in not, uh, Plymouth. Not, yeah, Quiznos. I'm not really into that. Um, yeah. I don't know. That's about it. Okay. Uh, final question. If a movie was made about your life, who's playing you? Lexington Steel. No. Uh, <laughs> um, who would play me? That's a wonderful, wonderful question, man. I can't answer that question. RuPaul Allen. Um, see, you you could play yourself you if you really yeah. wanted to. Go ahead and Google that, and you'll understand it was a funny You can get Shinsis to play you. Who would play me? I, I don't want to waste your time anymore. I got no idea. All right. I mean, it's, it's a racetrack announcer, didn't go to college, blessed by God to have these jobs, this following. Um, I would like the late, great Billy Graham Okay. play me. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Done deal. Well, well PA, thanks so much for coming here. This was a blast, man. Yeah, we love you. Awesome. Yeah. I love you guys, too. Cool. Well, folks, we're going to take a quick break. This has been our interview with Paul Allen. We'll be right back. Hey, Aaron. Rumors were circulating that a 10-year-old kid at Walmart said that, quote, unquote, your hair is so greasy that you'd look like you'd fornicate with your cousins if you actually talk to them. Uh, what are your thoughts on that kid? I think he's a bum. I think he's an absolute bum. He doesn't know me. I don't know who he is. No one knew who he was probably until yesterday's comments, but recorded. All right. That was 
absolutely electric with PA. Like I like I said in the intro, one of the most outrageous hours we've had in here. If you guys saw the Twitter, he, he he's literally the best. Like he was like anything you guys want me to make for you right now while I'm here, like let me know free everything. He did like four different bits for it's a bit. He said like uh, American flags and ball gags is one mm-hmm. of them. Yep. Um uh something with like the wacky 10k takes guys. One like of the Kirk best. Cousins one of the best. It's a bit. Yeah, one of the best hours we've had in here. So. Yeah, wacky. We you now know about the 10K gridiron, gridiron, the prophecy, the yeah. Old Testament versus New Testament of 10K 2K takes. 2K takes, 6K takes was just a wasteland that didn't exist. <laughs> yeah, you have the New Age 10K and during the pandemic purge. Also, we've come to the conclusion, or we've come to it, that we need advertisers, and you can advertise with us. Paul Allen is yeah. a vouching for us. DM He's us. A reference. DM us on Twitter or Instagram, whatever, man. Get us out of our full-time jobs. Yes. We're please. Damn it. For the love of God. For the love please. Of God. We need it. I can't take it. Damn it. But uh, for our final segment of It's a Bit, we're just going to do a quick finish the sentence just with a couple things going on in sports I wanted to bring up. Um, actually, just one in sports. I, I was going to throw like a Kirk Cousins one in here, but I'm just so sick of seeing it all over the place. We don't need to talk about it. No. It's February. No. no. The, the, the Vikings will do what they need to do, and that's going to be the end of the story. The next time we do a Kirk Cousins finish a sentence, we'll, Kirk will be with us, and we'll be like, okay, Kirk, we'll have, first. We'll have him finish the sentence. Kirk Cousins is? Ah, uh, man. Ah, uh, me. Ah, uh, me. Kirk That'd Cousins the, is me. obvious answer. Well, let's do the okay. first one, all right? Uh, the Minnesota Wild should blank. We're on a little bit of a losing streak. Um... Some fans are concerned. I've seen talks of watch us miss the playoffs. I really hate to read that because it's, I don't know. But, yeah, they've been losing a lot. Uh, they've been coined with the phrase by upper management embarrassing as of lately. They got embarrassed by the Calgary Flames on Saturday night when we were out shit-faced in the streets of St. Paul. It was a pretty pretty depressing game, to be honest. Um, but what do you guys think, uh, Cam? We'll start with you in the back. Uh, Shitsy, what's your name now? Shinsis. 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 Uh, what uh, the Minnesota Wild should blank. I mean, I guess just go with the the obvious one. Get their shit together. Yeah. Because <laughs> I've I've been a Minnesota fan my whole life. I've seen this story before, and I really hope the ending is different. Because this is fucking terrifying. Well, usually January is their bad month, right? Do we yeah. have to be concerned? Dude, okay, so, like, they've never been, like, okay, so, like, back in, like, the Zucker, Parisi height of that era in, like, 2014, 2015, 2016, like, every year they would go do terrible in January. But they would not have nearly the good of start as they did this season where they're well in a playoff spot. Like, those years they'd be out of a playoff spot, shit the bed in January, and then they would get things going again in February to the end of the season. Like, the Wild are comfortable right now, still. But it's still fucking frustrating. They've also been, dude, they've been, though, they've been in Canada for two weeks. Like, yeah. Like, why, why don't you fly across to all the glorious Canadian cities that are still, like, locked down and, and try to do your job, like, to the yeah. best of your ability? It's got to wear, those Tr- war, those road trips got to be tough, man. But you try dealing with Canadian people for two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> See be, what would happen. Being nice and shit. Yeah. That's just too nice for them because the wild Off- have been a. Offering you syrup. <laughs> yeah. They, they offer you syrup <laughs> everywhere you go. Jean jackets and Molson. Yeah. That would suck. Yeah, that would just suck ass. No, because the water too gritty. Like they were building up a good reputation of being actually kind of mean, and but then they got too nice on the ice. They weren't hitting as hard. They would just walk. They would. They would. It would be this close to checking a guy, and they'd be like, "Oh, sorry, pardon." People got to realize too, man, that uh, the Minnesota Wild have. Yes, they've proven right now that they are very capable of losing and getting swept in the possible first round the way they're playing, or even not make it. But they've also shown the potential this year that they can win the Stanley Cup. It's just which which one they choose during the playoffs that we just have to, you know, 
let Jesus take the wheel there. It's so quick how your like perspective can change too. Like yeah. we could be talking in a couple of weeks that this team will never lose again. Well, yeah, r- so right. So yeah. we had the original, the first nine game win streak, and there were some good teams we beat in there. There's Florida, Calgary, ones we've lost to. Um, I think the Avs were one of the games in there, maybe. And I made a meme where it was the Kamala Harris bit where she's like, "Don't come," and it's <laughs> and it says like, you know, it's early in the year, it's Minnesota sports. Like, don't jinx it, blah, blah, blah. And then it cuts to Trump, and it says the Wild are going to win the Cup. And he's like, I'm going to come. And everyone just loses it. That's kind of the way I swing. Like, uh, this time, like, when we're losing a lot of games like this, yes, I'm very skeptical, and I'm with everybody else. But I know that good team is there somewhere. I'm hoping maybe they just play like shit up until the playoffs, but barely squeak in. Yeah. And then they just fucking turn it up in the playoffs. They play just pissed off, like, all right, we've been losing. Because I feel like last year they went into the playoffs with like an incredible amount of momentum. And the same yep. with, with Vancouver. Two years ago when we watched it at uh, CHS, it was like the Wild were playing really good and everyone had confidence going in the to the playoffs. Let's let's flip the script. Let's get all the bad every, games out of the way now so that we don't do it in the playoffs. Hell yeah. And every year before that, they made the playoffs. They were on a fire going to the right, playoffs. Right, so let's not do that. And let's, let's, let's keep this losing streak. Let's, let's have one more winning streak and then lose a few games right in time for playoffs and then just fucking turn it up and so ride that to the cup. We're, we're saying it now, and this is very, very, uh, you know, very untraditional answer, but the Wild should keep losing, but not not so much that they miss the playoffs, but enough where they they're angry when they're in, getting into the playoffs. And it's a different approach because you always go yeah. in on fire, like oh they're doing so great. Well, then they get bounced in the first. Well, round. and the Twins too. Momentum does not exist in Minnesota sports. No, it doesn't. How hot the Twins were before playing the Astros. Yeah. Oh my god. And, and we then, saw how that ended. Right. So let's let's stop this whole let's get momentum going to the playoffs. Let's go into the playoffs with no momentum. Start fresh. Playoffs and just kick ass. Correct. Let's just yeah. Let's just save the win streaks for a better time. Yeah, it, we, when we need it. Like yeah, because it does kind of suck when you're like, oh, the Wild are winning ten games in a row. That's great. Now they're solidifying a playoff spot. But it's like, I want to see them win ten straight in a, in a playoff. Right. In the playoffs. Let's, yeah. Let's do playoffs. that. Let's do that. Playoffs. Come on, because at that rate, if you win ten games so, in a row, you're in the conference finals. So Jake, the Minnesota Wild should blank. Well, they should keep losing. Okay. <laughs> Until and, 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 and they should keep losing, but not so much that they miss the playoffs. Correct. So they I, can go in into the cold streak, so they don't do it. They've they don't repeat history. I agree with that take. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm going to do it one step further, a little more analytical. The Minnesota Wild should score score more goals. That's yeah. dude. Every time I go on a Wild podcast as a guest, they always ask me like, and these are like you know more more of our analytical friends who know the game better than. Than good old Coach Boner over here, mm-hmm. but uh, they always ask me, "What do, what do you think the Wild need to do right now?" And I always say, "Score more goals." It's mm-hmm. it's it's a true answer, right? True. Simple. Score more touchdowns. The Vikings need to score more touchdowns. The Twins need score to score more points. Score you more win, runs. you win more games. There will score never more be points. too many goals. Sports. Mm-hmm. Just fucking yeah. Look sports. at the fucking Maple Leafs did it ten to seven the other mm-hmm. night again. Yeah. We talked about that with PA ten to seven against the Red Wings. They they scored more goals than the other team, even though they let in a lot of goals. They scored more, hence they won. It's a John. It's the John Madden bit. They, they, they scored more points. They win the football game. That dude. It's how sports it's work. Just, just the best way to break down a sports game. I don't know. Like I remember back in the NCAA tournament a couple years ago, Baylor lost to Yale, and uh, Torine Prince. I'm pretty sure it was him who's now on the Timberwolves. He was asked, "So how did Yale out rebound you?" He's like, "Well, the ball came off the rim." The players in the blue uniforms jumped up and grabbed the ball before we did. Yeah, they caught That's it. what you call they a did, rebound. They did, yeah. catch, they did catch it more times. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Dude, sports are simple. Game. It's insane how much people get paid to like break down things when it's right. like, oh, why did, the, why did the Wild lose? Well, they let in six goals, and they scored two. 
Yeah. So and that's the, it. Offense sucked, and clearly the defense sucked. It Everything sucked. Like the, the Jim Mora take on sports. Yeah. But all right, yeah. So we got that one done. Um, going into MLB a little bit, they still have not reached a deal between the Players Association, the union or whatever, and the MLB. Uh, let's do this one. Let's take a different spin on it. A blank would be a good backup job for a baseball player if uh, baseball just never exists anymore. So, Cam, what what do you think a good a good career choice would be for a baseball player who can't play baseball now? A 10K beer league softball player. Okay, we'll take you. I like that We're answer. Winning the chip. We are. Well, it, it'll be I like, like in uh, it'll be like in fucking uh, what movie? Benchwarmers. Like I'm 12. It's like this guy's I'm never played. This guy's never played professionally. Can you imagine where, like, 10K rolls out the softball team, bat and cleanup, Williams Ostadio, just murdering everyone? Yeah, yeah he just gold. shows up, fights someone, clotheslines <laughs> someone if need be again. Perfect. Yeah. That's the kind of ath- that's the kind of athlete we need on our team. We need we need people being scared of us rather than just laughing at uh, us. Apparently, Bartolo Colon hits nukes in slow pitch softball. We can hit that guy. <laughs> oh, up, dude. Dude, some of these guys, like, they would have they would have to, like, put a blindfold on on them and, like, like sling one of their arms to make it fair yeah correct and that would still be that still would not be fair i'm starting to think maybe these guys yeah i don't know what you do to make it fair yeah these guys are like just that good and if you give them a slow pitch (laughs) softball (laughs) ball that's the size of a fucking pizza yeah good luck people are like oh they're so used to hitting a ball that's so fast i'm like i don't care i don't professional i mean i don't think it goes the other way it's not going to take that long to adjust like they're good they're they're they yeah they know when to like they could adjust very well. Like maybe after like a few pitches, they'll be like, "All right, well, I'm yeah. I'm dialed in now." Okay, yep. like, I don't okay, know. throw it to me. I don't know if you felt this, Jake, but we both played baseball growing up. Like when it went from playing baseball to softball, at first it was actually hard. I couldn't. Yeah, it was yeah. really weird. It, it is. still is actually. But, but I, I swear to God, they would get it first. Oh yeah, first try. They'd probably guys, figure it out. These guys didn't go from golf to softball. Yeah, <laughs> I swing is dog shit. Hey, but but it, it still worked. I knew and we all got hits. I I, in I, the end. I can't cork the baseball. I can cork the golf ball. You're only allowed to cork one. The swings are very. They contradict each other. Hey, it started off really well for you. So at least you know you have the potential. Yeah, I remember like. I hit seven for seven in one of the games, yeah. and then from there on out, I think I had like maybe six on bases, like yeah. from the rest of the season. So <laughs> the OBP, including, you know, including we're, we're, we're we're gonna spend some time in the cage this off season, have a couple beers. I might happy Gilmore myself in front mm-hmm. of it, and just take a couple to the chest just to feel alive. Okay. Well, actually, have a good bat, maybe. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Our Fucking bat, black bat broke halfway through. Yeah. Oh, we, we had uh, the white, nice white one. Like I, I will go in on a new yeah. bat. I need. I think we need to bring smelling salts. We need well, smelling yes, salts. We, we need more smelling salts. And more cocaine. eye black. More fi- more fireball and better bats. <laughs> yes. And we're gonna when we're gonna we gotta, oh, play, we gotta play in an easier league and we'll be yeah. non-stop. All those things are achievable. They are I very black. achievable. Well, we need to play with the league in playoffs so we can get embarrassed playoffs. one more week. Yeah. Playoffs. Playoffs. Jake, a good blank would be a good backup job for baseball players. Um, I. I don't know why this came in my head, but I just think it'd be funny just seeing a professional baseball player be a garbage man. <laughs> I just think it'd be funny. You just see like, uh, you just fucking see, uh, I mean, I can't even name like a top player. You just see like Josh Donaldson just picking up your garbage in the morning. Howdy, folks. Yeah. Hey, just I, I just feel like that, that would be a, a job they would do. Just, I don't know. You wake up early. You have one... Uh, one do, set of duties to do. It's it's a lot more. It's chillax like a baseball game. I don't know. I just picture them being garbage men. That's yeah. awesome. I don't know why. I got yeah along those lines. I have uh, like construction workers. Yeah. I don't know. I know. I get that vibe that they're just they're, like, they're these big beefy guys who just like work hard and they spend a lot of time like in the they, gym and shit. 
they like not saying that's construction workers, but like they just but have, they do medial they, they stuff. Have, they have the build for it, and they work a lot of the same hours. Well, they 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 work like long hours, just doing very slow stuff. Like it's not like construction, it's, but it's, it's a lot slow, of standing around, standing around slows work. Like I just see them going picking up garbage and throwing it in the garbage truck, and just yeah, cool. All right, next house. But baseball players do seem like if they didn't play baseball they would be blue collar like wake up 5 a.m yeah. go to yeah. work take 16 yeah. union yeah. breaks think think yeah. of think eat, of any blue collar yeah, job and protest. And they'll fit in somewhere in the middle eat, eat lunch in your playmate cooler that your wife packed you the night before go home make love to your wife and do it again have a couple yeah. bush lights yeah but but be careful now they're going to go into a union job and they're going to go on another show yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's true the <laughs> <laughs> there's going to be the well. lockout of uh, yeah so all the baseball players went and uh, joined the construction industry which was booming for about two weeks until they uh, decided they weren't getting paid 20 it's, million dollars a year by the new york yankees so now they're striking that as long as rob stupid ass rob manfred's not the head of the construction union i think yeah, it should be okay sure, it should be fine he, all right it, yeah Moving on from baseball, finally, just one one simple one. You could take this however you want. Uh, I miss blank. Something you miss, a person you miss, a place, a thing. Jake, you go first. Tim. Um, geez, there's a there, there's this so much uh, so much emotion going into this into this one. <laughs> um, I guess I miss. I am missing. Um, Shit, dude! I don't know. There's I can so much. I can go you first. Go first. Uh, I miss Las Vegas, but thank God oh, we'll be back yeah. in a few weeks. Yes, I really do because Las because Vegas, March before we go to Vegas, we talk about it a lot, and the more we talk about it, the more I want to be there. And mm-hmm. so we, I miss it especially now because we've just been talking about it nonstop, and I'm, I'm ready to go back. It's my home, Jake. It's it, my it's, home. It's my home. <laughs> I haven't bought a return flight yet. Bubba claims he's not coming home. Actually, yeah, actually, a true story for he's me. Staying there at the Airbnb. So, a true story. I still haven't bought my return flight, yeah, so that's dude, a true story. You're a psycho. Hey, you might you that I might be your that. home. Uh, you could buy a Greyhound bus ticket <laughs> or an Amtrak ticket. I'm gonna buy it tomorrow. You, I'm gonna come. You're gonna buy one of those tickets that has like an eight hour layover in Hawaii. I think be me, like, I'll be back on Thursday. I think me and Jack J might buy the same flight you're on. They're still available. It's a good flight. Yeah, a lot of cool people on it. Wags is on it too. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be a party. Yeah, Wait, who's sick. on? Wags is on whose flight? Wags is on the eight p.m. Sun Country flight out of LAS. Let's go on on Thursday night. No, fr- fr- Sunday. Sunday when they return. Oh, Sunday yeah. night. Yeah, it'll confirm not be an electric flight oh, in geez. terms of morale. But I think that, my flight's actually like six, but not. Yeah. yeah, you guys are gonna get home after midnight. Oh yeah, well, but I've, I t- I took work off on Monday. Yeah, yeah. I I have uh monday and tuesday off i've You're con- a bitch. i've contemplated doing the um like it's like the 12:03 a.m. flight get back home 5:15 a.m. our time cuz it's like 150 dollars surprise you don't do the bit where you're like let's just find a hotel room for one more night and just send it one last night if yes, you probably good if you have probably tuesday a, off i'm going to be so fucking broke by then i can't unless that. you just hit some crazy parlay I by the way if any of us hits any kind of jackpot or something that's in the triple figures they have to spread the love a little bit with the crew that's by the one way, rule i was going to throw this idea out uh, when we get there, we should do like a one dollar parlay on the first night. Bet money line every game, whatever you think is going to win. Because if one of us hits, we're fucking rich, dude. If one of you yeah. hits Vegas, Vegas, the cas- guy who runs a casino is going to seriously show up to your door and shoot you. Yeah, I know. If and he has to pay out like two and a half million dollars for your one dollar, you will yeah. not come home alive. I'm I'm so doing that. You're literally risking a dollar. Who cares? Eisen's yep. big brother in the sky is going to come down and be like, "Where's your time machine? Show me your hotel room." You. <laughs> You have clearly solved like time. It's like no, I just instead of doing the stupid ESPN bracket contest. By the way, I gotta say it now before I forget. I don't know if I told you guys. Like back in 2015, I was top ten in that contest. I was like four, yeah. I was fourth in the oh, country. Yeah, I, uh, I think I won a very good amount of money the Kemba Walker year. 
because I picked UConn to go to the championship, and I was like eighth grade that time. It bought me a PlayStation. I was on Cloud Nine. Yeah, it was great. I've had good luck. Wait, how'd you win? Mo- what contest was that? Uh, my dad does one through oh. like people used to work with, and my illegal ass was gambling at thirteen. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> Did I, it's good dude, for I, you. I puts hair on the chest, right? Dude, I, I would just say fucking. I, I put ten dollars down on like a fifteen seat to beat a two. Genius, because like it's ten bucks ten in the bucks. end. Fuck it. That's that's one cent Vegas money. As I, that's how we should put it. And if you if that hits. That could be what a hundred well, bucks, two hundred bucks. There, there, there is a way to hedge your bets where you bet ten dollars on an underdog five times, and one of them hits crazy odds, like two mm-hmm. double what you contributed. Like out of those ten picks, one of them's got a hit, right? It, so yeah. it's a fifty dollar investment to win a hundred minimum if one hits. Like that's that's actually just a smart way of gambling. Mm-hmm. Parlays you got to stay away from. Unfortunately, as fun yeah, as they man. are. I look at parlays like lottery tickets. Like yeah. you, you you buy it, you put a couple bucks into it. The chances of you Dude. winning it are really small, but if you do hit, it's fun it's, and it's cool. It's probably my worst bad habit because I get so excited when I see the payout. Like I already know I'm going to do like seven million parlays in Vegas, and I just know. I oh, I will too. I will too. Just like, dude, I got to stop. <laughs> That's why. I like, I mean, obviously, like Better Edge right now does not have any sort of a parlay function, and I've made a lot of money from Better Edge. Because it's been forced me to bet smart, but when I go to the books and I go to the casinos, I do a lot of parlays, and that's where I get stupid. And I know they're not smart. I know that's like whatever crazy percentage that casinos profit comes from, but I just keep doing it anyways because it's just so thrilling. <laughs> Dude, there's just a thrill behind it, and it's bad. Yeah, really bad. But All right, what, yeah. do you, what do you guys miss? Did you think of anything? Dude, I'm struggling. Cam, do you miss uh, the strip club yet or what? Yeah. Fuck No. I miss oh. something that's happening soon anyway, so it's coming back. But I always miss this. March Madness. Yeah. yeah. It's probably my favorite. Do, 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 do. literally yes. makes my pants so tight. It's I'm, unbelievable. I'm, I'm going to come. I, I guess, yeah. It's definitely my favorite time of the year. I don't. I look forward that, to that more than anything. Like, I watch every game. I watch every single conference tournament game that I can. Like, it's, it's crazy. Like, tomorrow night, I'll have four screens going. I'll have the Atlantic Sun quarterfinals. I know nobody else cares, but. I'm watching that shit. Dude, those, those conference tournaments, like, I'll pay attention more so when, like, it's the championships because I do like seeing those small teams, like, punch their tickets yeah. to the tournament. But, yeah, it's it's an electric time because March Madness isn't just the NCAA basketball tournament. It's the, those conference tournaments Dude. of those teams. Like, they need to win their conference tournament to get in. Yes. And, like, that's it. If you lose, you can make it all the way to the championship. Oh, you're out. You're in maybe in the CBI College Basketball Invitational. Heck. Maybe the NIT. Maybe the T- the the uh the TMT, the money tournament, the 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 money the money tournament, or whatever the basketball called. tournament, yeah, TBT, TBT, the basketball tournament. Yeah, winner gets it's a million ridiculous. in cash. It's like the it's like you Joey see King. like a Chinese Joey King. A, a Chinese restaurant saying called Chinese food. It's like the basketball tournament. Like yeah, oh, thanks. The basketball tournament. Uh, there's or a chiropractor specifically cool <laughs> for people who travel up Highway 63 in Wisconsin, right in Rice Lake on the corner of 63 and one of the other Highway 8 or whatever. There's a liquor store with a black and white sign that says the liquor store. I've seen that before. So one of the more one of the more iconic things you see on the way up up the trail. The, is the liquor store. The liquor store. But it's 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 sometimes. Uh... Sometimes you don't need branding. Fuck it. People just want booze. They don't care who. What but, the name is, what the colors are. No, they want alcohol. I was going to say sometimes it's a site for sore eyes, honestly. I mean, toba- like tobacco stores are just called tobacco shop mm-hmm. because they know you don't give a fuck what the logo yeah, is. It doesn't have to be creative. They they have an addiction and they need it. Correct. The basketball so, tournament. I don't know why I just thought of that. Yeah, I guess uh, going off of that, I guess there's a couple things. First off, I miss, uh, and I've said this multiple times, I miss not being able to hear the NBC Sports 
Steam song when uh, hockey's on there. I miss not hearing that song at least a few times a year during the season. And of course, we're not going to hear it in the playoffs. Or how does it go again? Shit. I miss that. I'm going to come. Hello, everybody. Doc Emmerich. Oh, Doc Emmerich. Dude, I miss Doc Emmerich. Alongside Ray Ferraro. Along with Eddie Olchek. Oh, yeah. Eddie Olchek. Along with Eddie Olchek. He makes a save with those pillows on his legs. We got Ray Ferraro down on the bench. We got Ray Ferraro down on the bench. I just always remember Doc Emmerich's sayings like in NHL. I miss that. Waffle boarded. Oh, dude. Waffle boarded. Dude, the more you watch ESPN, the more you miss Doc and NBC. It sucks because, like, well, what what else did he say? Like he's like the game would be going in over overtime, like in 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 the playoffs, yeah. and it was like, well, if you're a general fan of the of the game, this game is exciting. <laughs> but if you're a fan of either one of these teams, this game is gut wrenching. Love that. That was an NHL too. I yeah. think the best duo to ever exist was like NHL eighteen or nineteen. Doc Emmerich and Snoop Dogg. Oh, oh yeah, oh, my they God. brought in, but now they have Ray Ferraro yeah, on Ray there Ferraro and, uh, with with Snoop Dogg or, well, or no, he's Snoop been, Dogg's he, not on dude, anymore. Well, he wasn't on. No, yeah. going back to ESPN though, they're like, all right, and the Wild have officially beaten the St. Louis Blues seven to four. Now college hoops, and it's like, welcome yeah. back. We got Maine Tech versus New Hampshire. <laughs> yeah, Grambling State. Fucking community college. <laughs> this is going to be an electric Thursday night basketball game at twelve p.m. or at twelve a.m. That was. Already played two weeks ago. It's like Jesus. Can we just do a post game interview? <laughs> Go just for get one post game interview of Kevin Fiall or fucking just dropped his first hat trick of the season. Like, come on. Go for mispronouncing names and everything. Electric game. Matt Boldy was involved. No, nope, we're gonna go right although, to the shitty. I love ESPN game. for Capo Kakinen. There's Capo Kakinen. Giggle like a child. They can't every pronounce time. our starting goalie, but then they know the twelfth player on Central Connecticut State. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, they they do know more. They probably did more analysis and post game in that they know damn the, basketball. They know game. the free throw coach of fucking Montana Tech. Yeah, and they they, they <laughs> don't even know the starting goalie on the oh, on a National God. Hockey League team. I also miss the fact, speaking of March Madness in Las Vegas, it, it makes me miss the fact of, of Gopher basketball not being relevant. As much as I love March Madness, I love when uh, the Gophers are involved in it, my team. It makes it a lot more fun, a lot more invest, a lot more investment. I love when they're relevant around this time, and they're always on the bubble, so they're always pulling your, making you pull your hair out, yeah. never fully in. But I miss them just being on the bubble. Now you're kind of not as stressed because you're like, oh, yeah. they're probably going to make it. They make a run in the. Are they, so is there no way they make the NIT either? <sighs> Unless they make a miraculous run in the Big Ten tournament. Jake, you, you say that we're not going to be stressed, but you and I both know that every game that the Gophers are playing in the Big Ten tournament, yeah, we're I won't be, be stressed. We're going to be texting back well, yeah. and forth the so, whole time. So last year, <laughs> like they 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 came in, they finished like tenth place in the Big Ten, yeah. and I'm but I'm like, oh, with the roster they have, they should have been way better than that. But I still was like, I'm not going to stress over this damn tournament. Sure enough, I'm sitting there biting my nails in the first game against Northwestern, Dude. who is the last place team in the Big Ten. And then the next game against Ohio State, even though we were highly unfavored against and we yeah. lost, I was like pulling my hair out, acting like it was the Big Ten championship Jake, game. Jake, I remember after we beat Northwestern, me and you were texting like, I don't know. They might make a run. I don't. You know, I we were just all like, so. "Oh my god!" And I'm going to do it again because <laughs> yeah, I want. Same. I want them. I want them to be in the tournament when we're in Vegas so bad. I know that was the whole like point of them yes. doing well this year outside of the, general fanship is that we could have watched them in Vegas. And hey, the the dream's I'm not st- not dead. Like I told Jake earlier tonight, Georgetown won the Big East. Oregon State won the Pac-12 last year. Those both those teams Dude, were god awful. But 
I think even if the Gophers make a run in the Big Ten and somehow get into the NIT, like we can still I, do the bit oh, yeah. in Vegas with the NIT. Tell them to turn on like, the NIT game. Yeah, we're going to go twice as hard if they're in the yes. NIT. I might like deck out and paint my face maroon and gold. Oh, yeah. were, were they? What seed are they in the tournament? Oh, no, they're in the NIT. Oh, they're number three. Really? Where? I don't see them on the bracket. It's the NIT bracket. So it's actually the NIT. You have like a bracket. You're yeah. bringing around, holding, bringing I, around a bracket and... I hate to like be a Debbie Downer, but no, it can't happen. It would just be we're 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 a quad three team right it's now. It's a want more than so a need. even if we lost in the championship of the Big Ten tournament, it's not happening. Yeah. R.I.P. Did yeah. that be insane? Maybe next year. It's a pipe I, I would lose my shit if they somehow made a run in the Big yeah. Ten tournament, dude. But I uh, lose my shit. Lord have mercy. Lord I'm have mercy. The, I'm about the bus. I'm All right, bus. let's end this episode on that note, guys. Thanks for listening to another episode of It's a Bit presented by Ten Thousand Takes. If you want to listen to the radio edition of the show, just tune in to ninety six point seven. FM on Saturdays from 2 to 3 p.m. or kfanplus.iheart.com for the It's a Bit Radio. We also have another fleet of podcasts around here, the Hasbens, the JJ Twins doing It's Just a Nickname. Uh, they just had that guy who was on The Bachelor and played mm-hmm. football for, damn it, why can't I think of his name? Clay Harbor. Clay Harbor, yeah. I heard it was an electric episode, according to Cam, who was producing it with the mullet. It was actually very fun. We got uh, obviously the has been guys are just crushing it. They got all sorts of cool college hockey stories. Third and forever NFL guys, wild takes covering the team that needs to somehow lose in the playoffs or right before the playoffs, uh, as well as the Minnesota rundown. So thank you guys again. Visit 10ktakesmn.com to read the blogs or search 10ktakes on all of our socials for supporting us. Thank you guys for everything. We'll talk to you next time.